I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Push, push, money over broads. You got it. Fuck Bush. Chef, chef, chef? Oh, shit. Guess what I cooked? Baked a lot of bread and kept it off the books. I'm trying to go with beer. Fuck that. I'm going to do it my way. Rockstar look way before the bars. My picture was getting took. Feds, they like whack rappers. Tried as they may. Couldn't get me on the hook. DA want to indict me. Because fish scales in my veins like Pisces. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house on uh, a Tuesday, mm-hmm. a Dim Thrones recap Tuesday. Everybody's mm-hmm. favorite day of the week, uh, like almost the end of the season. I know. wow, it went by so fast. Mm-hmm. And of course, yes. uh, we have uh, some guests here and stuff. Uh, as always, uh, well, most times. We are joined by uh, the light skinned part of the of the show, <laughs> my man Justin J Trill. What's up, man? Uh, what's going on, Rod, Karen, and uh, Randall? Uh, hey, you know, man! Glad to have you here. Uh, as yes. always, um, glad you could join us. Uh, you know, you didn't have anything better to do tonight. I know there's a NBA Finals game tonight, so we will get you out of here on time. Justin. Yeah, buddy, <laughs> it's a ball night. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um. We also have um my man uh Randolph Terrence of the Three Guys On podcast. Um, hey everybody. What's going on, Randolph? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's nice to be with y'all again. We've had some great conversations uh online back and forth that y'all people don't even know about. If y'all could hear them, y'all would know. That's <laughs> <laughs> great conversations, some long ones. Yeah, um, you know, I'm Facebook friends with uh so many people and stuff and uh if you're not part of Facebook experience, you miss a lot of the uh, behind the scenes and all that stuff, yes, man. Yes, you do. Uh, shit, I get some of my stories from um, from from Same. from stuff that I see other people talking about. I'm like, mm, they gonna talk about that on their show. We should talk yep. about that shit on our show. That's good. So definitely sure. Uh, of course. Uh, I also I've I mentioned on the show before, but uh, now that he's here, I definitely want to mention it again. Uh, Randolph has his first ever stand up album out um mm-hmm. after what 10 years of 15 15 15 Damn. years yeah. and then he's like you know what i finally release uh my album yep. um you know the way i've been following comedians these days i'm pretty sure it's supposed to happen after six months but randolph <laughs> randolph decided to be patient and yes. wait it out and worth the wait, man. Um, mm-hmm. just a magnificent CD, man. Audio quality hey. is great. Yeah, man, shout out to, uh, and, in the car. Yeah, shout out to Andy. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, not just that, man, but like the timing, the, uh, callback jokes, the, mm-hmm. uh, like the stories, um, like the, the just the, even the ad, you know, like the, the add ons to the jokes, man. Like you could tell Don't stop, man. Don't stop. It's, it's practiced, you know what I mean? Very professional. You Polished, can, yeah. Yeah, you can tell you've done it, uh, you know, done those jokes and you thought that set out, uh, perfectly, man. And it's one of those, uh, albums that, uh, when it's done, you're like, damn, that's it? You know what I mean? Like that. And that's a good feeling because it's not a ripoff where it's like 20 minutes long. Like, you're laughing for an hour and then you're like, fuck, that was, that was the hour? Which is incredibly hard to do, man. I listen to a lot of stand up albums and, 
you know we're getting to a point where you're like i don't think you had enough material to make it to an hour you know you probably well, should have material this up. now i don't have anymore because it's <laughs> all <laughs> <laughs> <So> done now <laughs> i ain't got no more one of the cool moments in there is uh somebody from our audience um is yes. actually in in they're kind of on the podcast i mean on the uh on the album forever immortalized because uh they you they were part of the response from the audience yes mm. yes and he just happened to be sitting there uh derek out of uh maryland hagerstown and he drove an hour man i sent him i sent him a copy and then he came out last week to the show we do on fridays in the uh grill and then his lady came back out i was very pleased to see him so shout out man i'm happy happy that you're there and uh, very you, supportive and y'all can cop that uh blue magic by randolph terrence Anywhere music is sold, CD mm-hmm. Baby, iTunes. It's worth um, Amazon. It. Just went up on Amazon. Yep. So make sure y'all do that. Now, what's the best place to buy it so that you get all the money? Uh, CD Baby. Yeah, that's why I bought my copy because I was just like, you know, I know how it is. Get that check. Mm-hmm. So yeah, CD, CD Baby. Amazon charges you more because they set their prices when you go through when you go through CD Baby. That's who you self-publish through. Different places set different prices. So Amazon's a little bit higher. Uh, which means I get a, I get a smaller cut. Plus, okay. Amazon can just out of nowhere say, "Hey, it's going to be three dollars today." So, oh, CD Baby, it's constant. It's a constant five dollars across the board. Oh, so CD. they can just be like, "We having a sale on your shit." Well, Amazon does it all the time. They put all this stuff on sale anytime. Damn, that sucks. Oh. How much stuff I've gotten from Amazon? You just wait. Oh yeah, Andy knows the day. I think I want to say it's Tuesday. A lot of music goes up on Tuesday. Old school rap, uh, old Michael Jackson stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. They could just be like, "Hey, man, uh, your shit on sale, so uh, you ain't get what." That's like, that's like They're when like Walmart. That's like when drug dealers get robbed and then they come to you and be like, "Hey, man, shit, I'm just calling it like I see it, bro. We uh, we both came up short today." I know yep. one. I know one thing. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have to get it. Since you say we look alike, I'm gonna have to get it, and then I'm gonna tell jokes and be like, "I'm Randolph Terrence. Can I get a? <laughs> uh, let me get this free meal today." <laughs> you been you been staying out the sun, Randolph, ain't you? <laughs> You know, I got a wife and kid, man. I got to stay inside. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to use this to my benefit. Too bad it can't work both ways for you. Imitating Randolph Terrence don't get you nothing, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, man. Are you that dude? That's all it's going to get you. Oh, that's that's nice. I listen listen to your podcast. Let me sign the autographs down here in the Charlotte area. Autographs? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Well, make sure you guys check out, like I said, threeguyson.com and Blue Magic, uh, everywhere music is sold. Um, let's get into it. Episode nine, which means we're almost done. Yes. Um, seems like it went so goddamn fast, but episode nine of Game wait, wait, of Thrones. Before we start nine, what did yeah. you think of the, of the fight scene? The final fight scene from episode eight? Uh, no, oh, nigga. Mind blowing? It was, yeah, my brain, my mind was all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to get my head together. Yeah, I'm from still last sad. week's episode. Yeah, it's yeah. like I, I really felt crushed. I'm yeah, sad. he was a character I really liked. I liked his hedonism. I liked mm-hmm. his. Uh, also liked to the way he was. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna complete this mission no matter what. Yeah, well, I, I you, just didn't see it coming. Yeah, <laughs> like you just like I gave it two thumbs in. Um, but you could <laughs> you could tell that they were gonna um like do something with him because like I'm so used to him killing off everybody's favorite characters at this point. Yeah. I, yeah. I felt it coming. And as soon as he started monologuing, I said, this how this nigga going to die. He talking too much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any, I... Anybody that's ever played pickup basketball 
knows that moment where you like, if this nigga would just shut the fuck up, we could win the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he had him talking talking that good shit, but he wanted him to confess. Yeah. But you got to think about it this way. He did get the win. Dude did die, so he got the win. Well, I'm assuming dude died too because those are some major injuries, but I will, I guess we'll find out when we return yeah. to King's Landing because it was a little bit up in the air because a dude killed him. Then he lay back down. And I was like, "Well, is he dead or is the dude he's just?" Dead. Yeah, I hope he dead, dog. <laughs> That's, what... Dead. That's no, what happened when you don't keep your head in the game. Yeah. yeah. Next thing, next season, they're bringing Oberon's daughters in. Oh, okay. Where that? Yeah. Well, I, I want to see what's up with his older brother because. Um, yeah, his that's, older brother. That's yeah. who was supposed to show up, and that was the big deal. Was when uh, they sent out Tyrion to meet him. Uh, yeah. he was like, where's your older brother? He's like, man, we ain't sending that nigga. They sent me, and I hate yeah, y'all. Yeah, they sent me. Yeah, that's supposed to be their way of uh, showing disrespect. Yeah, so I was... Towards, I was, towards uh, that house. Yeah, so I was, you know, I was always kind of like, you know, any like anything on the show, everything has repercussions. So killing him gonna have repercussions. Somebody gonna yeah, be mad. Yeah, you can't kill yeah. the prince of another place and be and everybody like it's all good. Right. Well, why they call, why they call him Freaky Prince in the chat room? Because <laughs> he, he has sex with everybody. Yeah, that's what he we did. call him. I mean, the dude's a hedonist. He is, he is what yeah, it is. He freaky. Yeah, that's what we call him. on him. He, that's what we call him around here, the Freaky Prince, man. Mm-hmm. Freaky I, was, prince. I was hurt, man. My heart was crushed because he was talking. I was like, nigga, shut up and stab him. Nigga, I was looking at TV like, shut up and stab him. Hey, but, that, on the, <laughs> but on the real, though. That fucking uh, rant he was going on was good Priceless. shit. When he was like, you raped her. You killed in front of her children. You killed her. Who gave the order? I was like, oh, yes. shit. He, and that's one thing about that character. He played the hell. He was like, fuck you and fuck you yeah. and fuck this whole motherfucking place. Yeah, I don't want to be here. You. Yeah, he called the city like a shit pal or something. Yes, he was like, oh, y'all kiss my ass. He said they had roaches at their house. <laughs> Everybody. That's he the was, worst insult you could say about somebody's house. He was basically like when uh, when Southern rappers go to New York and perform. And they start getting booed, and they just be like, "Man, fuck this city!" And you're like, "Oh shit, it's even <laughs> like it's on now." You can't believe he said that. That like he was really acting a fool, man. But um, let's talk about this episode, The Watchers yeah. of the Wall, episode nine, Game of Thrones, almost over. Episode nine is normally the most pivotal episode of all the uh of every season. Last year was Reigns of Castamir, uh, where uh, we had the Red Wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say before, maybe two seasons ago, it was uh, when my man uh, Ned Stark caught that caught that beheading. Yeah, <laughs> everybody thought he was the hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the that was the one that told you that any anybody can die. Mm-hmm. That that killing right there. That almost turned me off of this show. Off of this no show. No one's no one's safe. So it was like you know some pretty gangster shit happening in there. So. um uh, and I think I want to say the season before that it was the fight at King's Landing, so that was like the one where uh, Stannis had uh, tried to take the city and shit, and Joffrey was yeah, a coward. And, uh, Tyrion saved it. Yeah, so you know, big big things happen in Number Nine, and I don't think this is any exception. For me, I'm gonna go ahead and say this is one of my top five episodes mm, ever. Think so, really? Yes, because it did something I've never seen them do, which is not leave a set piece for an entire fifty minutes. Um, and it felt like almost a different show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know, I like I I, long, I don't want them to do it every week. 
but i really enjoyed a change of pace man so yeah uh it opens up with uh there at the wall my man john is hanging out with peter from the cosby sandwise and uh <laughs> they uh sandwise is basically like hey man um since we're probably gonna die what the what is pussy like basically yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> which is you know a query that all men have made at some point um before tasting uh the, the warm delicious apple pie um <laughs> and he was basically uh he wouldn't let it go because john was trying to play it off which every dude that gets some always does yeah like, oh nah man see and even all this <laughs> you tripping man you like well, no, that's, a, that's a great scene to show you that they're just they're just dudes mm-hmm. they're just having straight up dude conversation especially it's just some guys especially the night watch especially the night watch because they're the least soldiers of all the soldiers if you think about it they're a bunch of people that get sent there criminals yeah instead of dying it's like hey man we was gonna kill you for raping but you could do work release over at uh the night's watch yeah. <laughs> hey, well, it's, it's just like when we send people to vietnam instead of sending them to jail mm-hmm Usually black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the See, same thing. I, I looked at them and was like, they actually are homeboys. Cause they, yeah, that's Because they didn't approach it in a way, man. It, man, she wasn't shit. You know, he approached it like, you know, he approached it with respect when he asked about her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then and John responded with respect, you know, instead of being like, you know, fuck her. John was like, well, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you remember if you remember in his last season, last season, when he was bringing Gilly back and he ran into John's brother, he told his little brother, any brother of John's is a brother of mine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember that from back season. So that tells you right there how close he feels. Yeah, they homies. John, John Snow. Yeah, they homies for real, although I do think eventually John Snow got to die because hmm. people, people like him too much. And see, that scene made me think John was going to die during this episode. Right Cause there. I was, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, they sh- they showing too much. It's like his goodbye scene. Like, yeah, this- me too. I was like, they're going to kill this nigga. I was like, one of these niggas got to die. Like, I don't a- think so because I think he's a, he's a Targaryen. That's mm. that's what I think. Okay, all right. I think he's. I think he. I think he can. He can end up ruling in King's Landing because I'm relatively sure that he is is the old king Targaryen and Ned's sister's son. So and you think you died, think Ned just took took the boy and just said he's mine. So you think if, uh, if you remember the scene at the in the very first season when he they're parting and Ned's going to King's Landing and John is going to the wall. And Ned tells him, "In in your veins, my blood flows." Mm-hmm. But he doesn't tell him, "You're I'm your father. You're my son. In your veins, my blood flows." Okay, I hear that's that is a good conspiracy theory. I'm going with he's a bastard and he'll never be on the throne. Um, but let's talk about more shit that happened last night. Um, so, um, oh, by the way, yeah, I liked when. Uh, Sam, I, I took notes. Yeah, go ahead. When Sam wrote down, uh, when he started talking about how the vows of the Ninth Watch don't actually expressly forbid sex. Right. What they forbid is attachments. Right. You can't get married. Children. Right. You can't get married. You can't have kids. But they didn't say you can't fuck. Yeah, I thought that. <laughs> now, that kind of X's Sam out because Sam does want to marry this little girl. Right. And plus, I mean, the they did say a couple weeks ago, some dudes in the Night Watch was like, Oh, we'll go to the city and get some hoes, but that's different. Yeah, see, because yeah. they don't, they don't, and also the captain of the Ninth Watch knows that the guy's going to the city to get hoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think they care about that. 
don't think they do either, but they don't want black, they, black Rob. They, they, they mostly don't like the fact that John was fucking a wildling and, uh, you know, they, they worry about what that wild thing is like. It's like she had light skinned woman's pussy or something. Like it's, mm-hmm. like it's this mystical thing that nobody else, <laughs> like, like it's it better have, than everything else. Right. It's like it had superpowers or some shit. <laughs> yep. He's like, it's just sex. It's like, oh, but, but it was that wilding sex. <laughs> no, special loving. I don't like that nigga. Drop a dime on him. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, Sam Wise was, they was looking miserable and, uh, my man John told him, uh, look, boobies don't feel like bags of sand. Now go get some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Just go <don't>. relax. <laughs> Why don't you go jack it off or something? Uh, and Sam is convinced that Lily was dead at this point. So mm-hmm. his whole thing was like, man, they already going to kill Lily. So fuck, man, that's the worst thing that could happen. And, uh, you know, so John was like, go to sleep. That's when we find out, uh, that owl that, um, Lily had heard and was afraid of in the last episode, mm-hmm. uh, was one of them like spirit owl things where they can transfer their body, their, uh, essence into the spirit of an animal. And, uh, the, uh, what, you, what the thorn, what are those thorns, thorns, the thorns had a dude that was uh, able to do that. And he was using the owl like laser beak and auto transformer cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. He was just sitting over there like, mm, them niggas got 17 people on the wall, um, four <laughs> people down low. They ain't got as many people as they claimed. Yeah. 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 Hey, how about how about when uh, Eamon Targaryen, uh, the old Grand Maester, the old blind yeah. man, Yeah. when he was also talking to Sam about uh, women, mm-hmm. and that's all that's on Sam's mind right now, and yeah. he told Sam that when he was a Targaryen, there was a woman that he was in love with. That he still remembered. How much do you want to bet that that's the grandmother Tyrell that he's talking about? Hmm, Alina. Yeah. How much you want to bet that that's her that he's talking about? She do I'm, say she got that good, good. She got that real good. <laughs> you know, she put it on. I mean, she made a nigga not be able to walk downstairs to get mad. <laughs> like he just need to make it down the stairs to walk down the aisle, and that dude was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm, just I'm good. Wed- weddings off. <laughs> Think he had a leg crap? She said. <laughs> That she was supposed to marry a uh, Targaryen that she didn't find attractive, a hawk-faced Targaryen. Mm-hmm. And she so maybe she was talking about him. He was into her, but she wasn't into him. She went at his brother, mm-hmm. put that snapdragon. Thank you, old brother. Let's put that snapdragon on him. <laughs> Fucked him until uh, he got that LeBron James fourth-quarter crown. <laughs> yes. They ain't yes. had no Gatorade back then. Yeah. <laughs> dumped, dumped her sister and married her. Mm-hmm. Dumped your sister. Exactly. Trying to raise daughter. Trying to raise daughter. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, 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 they basically, um, they, they have, they show, they cut to a little powwow that the Thrins and the Wildlands are having around a fire. And my girl Egret is, uh, <laughs> sharpening arrows. What? And, uh, everybody was like, um, you know, what they about to do to these, to these crows and shit. And, uh, they was like, yeah, you, um, you need to uh, calm down a little bit because she was like, hey, I'm about to kill the fuck out of Jon Snow. Nobody kills that nigga but me. You hear that? I put the arrow the way, through- we all knew it was just loud talk. Mm. We all knew that. Now, see, that is your suspicion. I, I disagree. Nah. She loved that. She loved that boy because if she wanted him dead, he'd have been dead. You think she missed with those arrows? She was she shot him. No, no, no. I think originally I don't think she wanted him dead. 
but uh well we'll get to it. i don't want to spoil it we'll get to it later but yeah you can I, smell john in the air yeah she uh <laughs> she had she had that look of somebody that stalks a facebook page yeah she was like i find him i'm gonna kill him yeah. and any one of y'all motherfuckers step had over that here. look of somebody who got that good good put on her mm-hmm. and she, didn't know what to do with herself afterwards but if they can't have it nobody, nobody can, can. Yeah, yeah was, well, that's true. She was in that. I heard all I heard was, I'm not gonna cry. I'm <laughs> not gonna cry. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, she's like the only female in a group of these men. And so she was like, if y'all fuck him up, I'm gonna fuck you up. Well, they tried to test her though, because they was yes. like, oh, you talking all this shit, bitch. Look at you. You just a woman. She was like, I killed as many niggas as y'all. And he was like, I don't care. You ain't killed the one that matters. John Snow. Like, I don't care. I'll kill you and eat you. Yeah, it, what, he called her a ginger minge. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but Me it sounded like sound offensive. <laughs> Sound like something about some pussy. He called her a long bitch. He was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so she um she came over there and was like, uh, you know, you want some of this pussy, but I tell you this much, I put an arrow through your ass, you stepped to Jon Snow before I get a chance to step to him. And uh, she was uh, pretty serious about that shit, and he was like, whatever, bitch. Look, he stood up on her. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's smart. He needs to stand up because she might kill him while he's sitting down. He watched that, he watched that Jay-Z elevator video. He said, I'm not getting caught off guard. <laughs> yeah, because she was like, I will fuck you up with these 45 arrows that I've been shopping it over here. Yeah. Um. So uh, Lily and uh, Sam Jr. roll up to the uh, castle. <laughs> you call him Sam Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Little Sam, they roll up. That scene where she stopped and looked at all them while they was down at the camp. Oh, that... Wait, were you talking about Egret or no? Yeah. No, oh, no. Yes, yeah, on her way to the yeah. to a Castle Black. Yeah, she. Yeah. I like that she kept it rolling because she looked down and was like, "Oh, not my business." Oh. And but she through. slowed down, and I was like, "What is she doing? She knows them. Like you barely survived once. You need to be running. You out here just trying to walk fast. No, you need to be running. No, she was smart not to run because you run, you make too much goddamn noise. Yeah, she had the baby it, too. And, and it was one of those things which was hilarious. She looked like a white woman that accidentally walked to the ghetto. She was like, oh, 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 I wasn't supposed to be at the ghetto. Come on, baby, let's she, go. She looked like Mark Cuban when she sees a black or when he sees a regular when he sees a regular black person or a criminal white man. Like oh, he she was, was like, I don't need to be here. My he was bad. like, is this a, a a black man that works in IT? I need to cross the street yes so. they, they didn't gentrify this neighborhood yet my bad not yet ain't no benches there right yeah, <laughs> yeah. ain't no bodegas in this neighborhood i got to go <laughs> so so uh yeah he walked it they walked in and uh that's when uh we had the uh old ass dude that looked like the emperor from star wars talking to um samwise about you know his old lost love and yeah. uh he looked the thing about this old man though he master amon looked like he was willing to die that night Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, "Let it come." I'm at the end anyway. My arthritis acting up. It's cold as shit. I can't see. You know, like he didn't look like he was too attached to the idea of living. Anyways, mm-hmm. he, this nigga's blind. He's like, I know my way around because I even though I can't see. I said, yeah. "This dude don't give a fuck." Yeah, he's, yeah, and he can't, and he can't read, but he watches the library. Right, I tell you, right. He, that just dude, bitter. He just, just bitter. He just sits around thinking about how probably later Yolina did him wrong and <laughs> and dying well, every day. He said that. He said, listen, you know how long it's been since I've been with a woman? Yeah. I'm looking forward to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, that's a that's a long time to start looking forward to death, man. Um, yeah, nah, What's I'm, that, two weeks? Three? My, my man, <laughs> two, three? <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah he got that donald sterling life plan um and he said love is the death of duty which is a, a dope line um that he dropped egret uh was um outside with a brick trying to throw it into john's horse and uh yeah <laughs> scratching up the side of his paint and shit um and i kept thinking also y'all think master amon is uh one of those white dudes that uh doesn't use a towel at the ymca yeah definitely uh he he got that look he don't use them wipes like you're not even gonna wrap your balls up man really Uh, amon is the white dude that leans over in front of you (laughs) the other man balls hanging low (laughs) and the the white ass hair the white ass hair white hair coming out your ass that's amon trying to have a discussion about lebron last night and this nigga comes up uh, I think Sam was in the library looking for Playboys. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what was going on. Secretly. <laughs> right. He's like, uh, what, what's the, uh, adult section? He did have that startled look when the Mason walked in. Yeah, he was he like, was, oh, 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 shit. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm just okay. doing my history, reading yeah. up on my history. Just reading up on the history of the wall. Right. Coming up with Why strategy. Why is your dick out? Why is your dick out? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you couldn't see. I know it's out. Reading. <laughs> I don't have to see to know your dicks out. I don't have to see it, but I can smell your balls. Why ain't no bass here? <laughs> uh, so have you seen that bath one at the wall? Have you seen anybody take a bath? Hell no. Hell Just no. itchy crotches Dang. everywhere. I'm, you know what I am kind of shocked, though, at this point? That there's no gay people at the wall. Like, you would think that either, one, people would send gay people there. Like people or maybe, like, prison gay? Yeah, like, they try to, like, one... They need to send gay people there because they're outcasts from society. I remember Joffrey talked about making it illegal at one point to be gay. And then also you would think that they would, um, that maybe just people would get prison gay, like you said, where it's just like, well, shit, man, ain't no women around, so. Well, they do have a whorehouse right up the street. Oh, you know what? That's true. That, that explains a lot. Yeah. That kind of, I mean, if there's a whorehouse around the corner from every prison in America that they could just go to. Right. You're right. Wouldn't be a lot of rapes, huh? Yeah. People just need hope. They just need the hope of some pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> even, even in the movie Life, where Eddie and Martin, they got a little tang here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Lily made it back just in time to die uh, with Sam. How many entrances are there to the wall? I mean, damn, they got like five different entrances. <laughs> I do like, I do like the, the, under, the under one that goes out that they that he told to block up and they stupid asses didn't yeah the tunnel um it's the main one that goes to the town in the town direction yep i like that um they probably got a back door too with a screen on it (laughs) (laughs) um i like that uh the dude guarding the door was basically looking at sam like for what well he was like hey man open the door that's the love of my life he was like and (laughs) <laughs> they're like somebody might be behind her yeah she on the wrong she on the wrong side of the wall cuz i don't know if you she noticed sam bucked up and he was like let me open this door before he jumps on me with his fat ass yeah <laughs> well, that is that is one thing about being fat man like uh when you do get moved to anger uh, people do not normally want to fuck with you because you can never tell exactly how strong or weak a fat person is <laughs> that's true because yeah, yeah, you don't want to test it either right, they might be like whack fat or they might be like uh michael sam i mean like not michael sam uh what's the dude that was in the blind side oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like he might be that kind of fat you don't know until their hands is on you being like god damn this nigga strong 
strong as fuck with his fat self. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you fat ass nigga, you choking me. <laughs> Had all that Sam strength got, that fat. Sam got out a good line when you were talking about Eamon's line. Sam I got out a good line because that's what men do. I thought yeah. that was a great line. Yeah. Yeah, he seen his woman. So From he, Sam. He yeah. saw the hope he saw the hope. The gloom and the light below her waist. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> asked him, "Why are you gonna go? Why are you gonna go fight? You can't fight because that's what men do." I said, "I said, damn, right there, yeah, Sam, getting some balls." I said, "Man, please let this nigga live." <laughs> like he about to go out there and get winded as soon as he get out the hallway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, he should have asked to at least smell it before he went out the war. I just he like did kiss her though. He did. he did kiss her. I like that he he basically just decided like I'm never giving up. I'm never passing up pussy again in my life. <laughs> like yep. that, that was a mistake, and I would learn from it if I get a second chance. And she showed up. He said, "Open that goddamn gate." There you Boy, go. I kill and, you. And dude saw it on him. Better yet, he smelled it on him. I'm telling you, ain't no bathrooms. He yeah. smelled it on him. <laughs> it's like, let me let his ass in. You know how hard Sam's dick was since he saw the game? Man, yes, and he was like, open this door. Right now. He was like, open this door, I'm just going to stand in front of it with my dick and it'll open on its own. (laughs) That dude was too close to the door anyway. Yeah. There's no way I'm that close to a door and I know the enemy. Don't be yelling from across the yard. Who is it? (laughs) What you want? Ain't nobody home. Somebody, somebody could just knock me like dominoes. Yo, <laughs> y'all standing all at the door. So, uh, yeah, they um cut to the army that was outside the gate. By the way, <laughs> that was a lot of niggas, dog, and it didn't even look like the full a hundred thousand. It just looked like a and, couple thousand. And not only that, that was a big ass fire in the background. Yeah, yeah that's just a raiding party. Yeah, it was just a raiding party. Like, I just seen all them niggas. I was like, how many of y'all is it? Like, 20? Like, it's not, not the- only that, giants, mammoths. Yeah. <laughs> what else y'all gonna come with? Something, a dragon? What y'all got? What, y- what y'all got? Anything's possible in this show. You know that, right? They was yep. too hyped to fight, too. Like, they was excited. Like, finally. Yeah. That's what they do. They're like, we fight. But mm-hmm. the thing is, like, the, they were taking on some insurmountable odds, you know, when you think about the defenses at the uh, Castle Black. But they were like, fuck it. Like, we don't even care. We're going to climb this wall. And John was like, it take a while to climb that wall, dog. It was like, yeah, but was you, like, in a rush? Or was you just, <laughs> or was you trying to sneak up the wall? Because these niggas not going to be sneaking, dog. Yeah, John was like, it'll, it'll be tomorrow before they get up the wall. Yeah, turns out that is a fucking lie. The other know? thing is, how strong are your arms that you can climb that fucking wall? You know strong what? as hell. Yes, yes, they're like, we out in the forest, we climb trees, we eat. We, In fact, we eat the fucking trees. Yes. We, we exercise, we lift shit. Just because we don't climb prison muscles. Yeah. <laughs> so, you ever see um, dude that's fresh out with prison muscles? Utility muscles? <laughs> <laughs> so, these muscles ought to be used. So, uh, <laughs> Sir, Sir Alistair, um, is sitting up there gauging the situation and, uh, he finally realizes that his pettiness may have made, led to a miscalculation and he turns to John and was like, go ahead and say it. And John was like, man, I don't even know what you're talking about. He said, come on. Go ahead and say you're right, cause I should have fucking closed the the the, the, the uh, tunnel. Yeah. yeah and uh, John was like, "Man, I ain't even gonna say that shit." He was like, "Well, you know what leadership is? It's not about being right all the time, cause somebody always gonna second guess you and whoever's in you know below you. 
it's about you know having clarity of vision and leading in the tough times and he gave us by the way that was foreshadowing as to who was going to end up being the leader mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. see what i'm saying yeah that was foreshadowing right there well to me that is like the theme of game of thrones yeah. Everybody wants to ascend to power. It doesn't matter who's in power because there will always be someone below you who thinks you are fucking up and ready to take you down at a second's notice. They just need a chance. So it doesn't even fucking matter who you root for or any of this shit because the second you get to the top, a nigga's going to take you off. And if on the way to the top, a nigga will take you off of here just because you uh, are above them. Well, so- I always feel like the, the whole theme of Game of Thrones for me has always been the right person is not leading. That's always been how what I felt. The right person is not in charge. If the right person is in charge, we don't have these problems. All the way back to the first one. Mm-hmm. When they took the city, they shouldn't have put uh, Robert Baratheon on the throne. They should have put Ned Stark on the throne. Right. You put Ned Stark on the throne, we don't have any of these problems. You know what it is, though, but that's the illusion of leadership. Because if Ned Stark would have done it, the things that got Ned Stark killed are the things that, yeah. uh, you would know. Would make him a good leader. Right. Like would have got him killed. Yeah. And that's also the reason he didn't want any power. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, exactly. it's fucked up. The guy you need to be in charge is the exact dude who's like, man, I don't want to do he's all smart, that shit. He's yeah. smart enough to know he don't want it. Because <laughs> because the other Stark that got the power, Rob, it mm-hmm. was put on him. Again, he's Ned's son. It right. was put on him. And here we go with John. It's put yeah. on him. Also, with uh, Brand Brand Stark, he's got this power of of the foresight and stuff. He didn't ask for it. None of the Starks have asked for the power that they've been given. Right. They just assume it. He didn't. Ned Stark didn't ask to be the hand of the king. He didn't even want to be the hand of the king. You know no. what's crazy is Rob's letdown was falling in love and not being able to say no. And would you it, have said no to her? Honestly, um, me personally, I would have said no to her. Um, I didn't like her. Cause really? She, you didn't yeah, like her? She was a fucking pacifist, dog. And I'm in a goddamn war. <laughs> I don't have time for this shit. Yep. Like, it's so, like certain, there's certain character traits I understand how you can work around. I can't work around. My job is killing people. Zombie apocalypse. I'm rules. a firm believer in yin and yang, man. You need you need somebody like that nah, in your life. Zombie apocalypse rules going yeah. to affect their you, you need you need a yin to your yang, man. You have to have that. You have That's to have peace. a balance, I'm, a I'm softness a, to the hardness. They would have been a perfect team, as far as I can see. I'm, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Plus she backed her man. So I'm a believer in yang and yang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we about to go out here and start yanging on these niggas for killing my daddy. And I really don't, she was trying to talk, talk of some sin. Well, you know, I know they killed your daddy. Bitch, what? How you gonna, don't start with no butt after that. That's it. They killed my daddy. You lied. They got my sisters. decision to get down with some yang and she was right there with him. They yeah. got, they got my sisters. Right. She got him killed. She got him talking killed. About keep, <laughs> keep, them, keep your enemies alive. Talking about, talking about we, some we in love. Okay. Okay. That's how it works. You think you think that's how it works? Y'all you think, dead. You think you think because you think because you opened up your legs one good time. We right. in love now. That's that's why John the best man. Because John was like uh, the one thing that could have stopped him was being in love with Egret. He was like, nigga, are you crazy? <laughs> yep, Egret. You he just met that girl. Yeah. Ain't the same. He ain't spent no time with her. He just met that girl. She broke him off some of that wild thing. He was supposed to fall in love. <laughs> Them niggas made love. She saved his life though. He ate that thing. She saved <laughs> his life. <laughs> Yeah. Having, having never done it before, by right. the way. Them, them <laughs> niggas was supposed to be in love. And it, this was before they went to the spring. He ate, yeah, he yeah, ate yeah. her out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he had that real acid. Yeah. He, told, he told her no one took them arrows, man. That's a good character trait. 
Yeah, um, black pops had a pimp named Jon Snow. <laughs> yes, the whole thing. Yes, start with a pimp. Um, so <laughs> yes, uh, every time. Sir Alist, so so at, uh, Sir Alistair gives the uh, you know the I'm an asshole, but you're gonna have to respect me speech. And uh, John's like that shit don't matter, dog. Like it's a wrap. We got to fight now. We don't have what could have happened is over. Yep. Yeah, he ain't tripping on that. He worried about the enemies at the gates. Yeah, Samwise. John went out like a G, though. He did. Oh, yeah, for sure. When he was rallying them and hyping them up, he he went out like a G. That nigga was like, he's the Bill Belichick of the the Night's Watch, dog. Like, you don't got to like him, but he is, like, you got to respect him, dog. Uh, I I had a lot more respect for him after this episode than I did before. Yeah, uh, because I think for me... None of them dudes was properly trained. And when John wanted to train them, the dude was like, nah, I don't really fucking train them. I was like, well, all of them going to die. And they were so incompetent, they were blowing themselves up. I was like, what the fuck is these niggas doing? Yeah, them niggas was fucking up. Um, So Lily um was getting hidden downstairs by Sunwise. And that's what she was like. You can't just, can't you just stay down here? And he's like, no. Um, I'm going to leave you here where it's safe. Uh, but... I gotta go out here and be a man, baby. They ain't never gonna respect me if I'm hiding down here with you. She was Say like, the line. Say the line. Uh, uh, what was it again? That's a man's, uh. Cause that's what men do. Yeah. Yep. I wrote shit down and underlined it. She, you know what, you she know wasn't what? gonna respect him either. Right. That's what she don't know. Is if he would have stayed his ass down there like Peter from the Cosby show, she would have been like, oh, see. You a bitch. You can't fight anyway. Yeah. It's that thing where, like, you'll be out and your girl's like, well, don't don't fight him. You're like, well, if I don't, <laughs> you might not understand how how, that's why how, T- whack, how whack I'll become. That's now. why T.I. had to throw that chill. Yeah. T.I. <laughs> T. had to swing on, on Floyd. Like, unfortunately, when a man says control your bitch, you don't have a choice but to swing or you had to go home and be like, hey, you know, it's Floyd, and I hope that that's enough, and it's never enough. Yeah, he said control my bench, not yeah. my not my yeah. bitch. Control he said the, bitch. Control the beach. Yeah, <laughs> I control the beach. Um, so uh, Gilly was nagging and shit, and Sam went upstairs. She, she ain't got no rings on her fingers yet. So um, then somebody else gave another motivational speech. I think it was John. It, it was, I start feeling like Ray Lewis, dog. Like everybody was giving that 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 motivational halftime speech. You better have, cause them uh, niggas were scared. Yeah, Sam gave a motivational speech, man. Yep, cause they- dude was like, "How the fuck you kill uh one of the White Walkers?" He was like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, I was scared." I was, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he was like, "Wasn't you this?" What he was like, "When I was dog, when it was, I had the knife, and this nigga's about to kill me. I was nothing at all. <laughs> I, I was already dead, as far as I was concerned. I just had to do what it took to survive." And, uh, Here's, by the way, I wrote that down. Uh, I read a lot of Japanese philosophy. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, there's a Japanese swordsman named Miyamoto Musashi. He wrote a book called The Book of Five Rings, which is a great book to read, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the big lines in that is embrace nothingness. Mm-hmm. You have to, if you're going to go into battle, you have to embrace the nothingness of the battle. You can't think about the winning and the losing. You don't think about anything. Just go in. And focus on what you're doing. And you let things happen because the destiny has already been written, which is basically what Sam was saying. I'm really liking the author more and more because I can see where his influences are coming from. Mm-hmm. He's taking things from Japanese philosophy, from medieval philosophies, mm-hmm. from military philosophies. He's taking things from everywhere and blending them into this show. Yeah, from Salon.com. As uh, well as the titty philosophy. The titty philosophy is important. <laughs> yeah. You can't never forget that. He, he gets that from the Chive.com. And, uh, yeah. Ah! 
also uh some of, some, of, some of his philo- uh feminism i think he gets that from salon.com and uh blog her uh, ah. so uh, everybody in the chat room check out the book of five rings check that out so uh this is when i realized uh that they were actually attacking the wall from both sides because i hadn't been paying attention apparently uh <laughs> i was like like i don't know why I was, I was like wait a minute these niggas about to get them from both sides it's yeah, climbing the wall yeah yeah like they not because i just assumed they would just try to break in one place it was like nope climb the wall and bust down the gate for the other part um and um that's when they finally showed them giants riding them woolly mammoths what yep and i just said run fuck you know, it you know what i was thinking why didn't the giants go first like why I got to run out here and potentially get shot by arrows when this big ass giant hill and he on mammoth back. You know why the giants didn't go first? Cause who the fuck gonna tell him what to do? <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> it's like telling Shaq to work out in the off season. <laughs> what, the, fuck, what you, the only thing you can do is just be complaining subliminally during the regular season. Like, well, if everyone was in shape, are you talking about Shaq? <laughs> are, 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 are you talking about Shaq, Kobe? Well, if we what? had these giants on these mammoths up front, maybe Bobby wouldn't have died. Who yeah. to? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> no, sir. Um, so, yeah, he, uh, yeah, the giants was, uh, chilling or whatever, but they was riding the woolly mammoth, which was dope as shit. Uh, Egret showed up like, uh, Hawkeye after listening to Mary J. Blige and was killing the fuck out of everybody. Yep, she was like, you yep. get arrow, you get arrow, you get one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, she uh, put one through my man's neck. That was harsh. Dog. Yeah, I, that one came out of nowhere. You know what, though? I ain't like that nigga. He talked too much. You scared, though, man. Man, when we in a battle and you got all these goddamn questions, put, a arrow, <laughs> put an arrow in somebody. The time for talking was over. It, uh, it almost made me not like Sam, though. Cause, Cause, yeah, because Sam had to keep at, Sam was, had to keep answering them and shit. And then he lied to him, though, like, it's going to be all right. And yeah. I was like, that's what you tell your girlfriend when... She's wearing something that's whack, and you're like, girl, you're going to kill him tonight at the club, ain't you? It's right. like, nah, just tell her she need to go change that. I don't know why she bought that shit. Although the Thins music started playing, which is my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite piece of music on this show. Like, that theme song for them big-ass niggas is so good. The horns and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, dog. That shit is like, it's up there with the the Emperor's theme for uh Star Wars to me, or Darth Vader's theme for Star Wars to me. That just that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, it's so foreboding. Like we about to kill the fuck out of y'all. So, um, they gave another half time speech from Sir Alistair, and he was like, he got, he got him hyped though. He gets him hyped. Yeah. Oh, the half time speeches was working. I mean, I'm yeah. not, I'm not hating on him, but that's what they was. And he could fight. I was, I was like, oh, this old man can fight. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Well, you don't get to be an old ranger without knowing a little, little bit of something. Yeah, as it, my father would say, you don't get to be an old man that was that, without knowing a little bit of something. That that was funny, too, because like, he left um, Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl in charge of the wall. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then he went downstairs and started fighting. And uh, the assistant coach was like, you know, a, a Dallas assistant coach could become a head coach because he was fucking up, man. Ah, yeah. yes, he was. God <laughs> damn, he was he's fucking Dallas, up. He's Dallas. Jason. He's Jason Garrett. Right, yes. <laughs> it was like uh, was Jason Garrett. Go down to the locker room and sit down there for a little while. I know we got. I know we. I know we got a twenty point lead. But why don't we just uh, keep throwing the ball? See, I was gonna say he was Romo's quarterback coach. There you go. Same thing. That's that's what Jason Garrett used to be. <laughs> that's what he used to be. So um, yeah, he was fucking up bad, man. John Snow and was looking at him like, 
so what you want us to do and he's like uh shit now hold up i know i wrote this down somewhere to, uh, <laughs> what a place uh i think we got fire barrels so we're gonna do that and my, and my man said hey coach i think you left your clipboard in your locker room <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah you so want to come home and, and get the clipboard and yeah. as soon as you lock the damn door please <laughs> yes <laughs> that dude ran in there with the baby and lily <laughs> And he actually was looking like, what y'all doing down here? I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, y'all in my eyes. You know what? And he, the, he, like, he walked in the door and was like, ah! Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that he was a little. <laughs> he was a, such a punk ass bitch because they was talking the whole time. He was looking at them giants and shit, still talking that nonsense, talking about, um, uh, we gonna win. And I was like, are you in denial about what you see? These big ass giants. Well, my man, well, it was that John Snow said, well, there go them giants I was talking about. Yeah, they right there. Yeah, and he was like, I don't see no giants. I mean, them niggas might just be tall. They just tall. They be eating a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, but was he the one that was trying to, shoulders. was he the one trying to defend John though when they was trying to vote on shit? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. No. He wasn't one of the people on the council was like, well, yeah. John might have a point. No, I don't know. Yes, he was the one about the about the tunnel. Yes, because he was the engineer of the tunnel. Yes, yeah. He, he, yeah, he if he was the, if he was the tunnel engineer, then he was against John. Yep. Because it seemed like he always been scared. Like this yeah. ain't his first time being a bitch and going to hide in that room. Like any time it's time to go out that tunnel, yeah. he magically just like, oh I was in the supply room. Y'all left without me. Yeah, that was that's his move and shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and you know, and I think he probably does that for every fight. So that's why he yeah. knew where the spot was. And if I was her, I'd have fought that nigga and said, "Get your ass out here! If my punk ass man's willing to fight. You better get your ass out there too." I was mad she was standing there. Like, why wasn't she hiding in the room? Like, in the room, but still hiding in the room. Like, at least be up under the table or something. Well, thank God she wasn't hiding because that would have been his spot. Yeah. <laughs> like that nigga was like, "Uh, uh-uh, the hiding spot is over there behind the grates." Uh, you know what? Move. This is my spot. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he went down there like a biatch. Um, yes, he did. And he was in denial, like Republicans about anything obama does and shit yes like them ain't these, these latest employment numbers nah them ain't giants Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> them giants. um and that's when the the moment of the show the, the 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 gif of the show when the motherfucking giant pulled out his bow <laughs> yep. oh, yes shit <laughs> He shot yeah. through he shot a, a tree. He shot a tree trunk up there. <laughs> <laughs> and with accuracy, dog, he shot that shit through wooden planks into a nigga's chest. The momentum carried him o- off the wall and into the courtyard. Over the castle. No, it, it yeah. knocked him over the wall yes. into the back onto the other side. Yeah. The, shot, shot him with a tree trunk. I was like, and by the way, how many of those guys on the wall do you think had ever seen a mammoth ever? Zero. Zero. Like so to them, these these are are demons on on monsters. Basically, <laughs> think about it like that. that. That's a demon on a monster. If John that's, hadn't that's warned them, their response would have been, "Nigga, they got giants." Right. <laughs> he luckily, luckily he had prepared everybody for the possibility. But you're right. He was like, uh, everybody was like, oh, so that's what giants do. Yeah, and John was like, niggas, I told y'all. I've been trying to tell y'all. Nobody believed me. And meanwhile, Eager's just racking up bodies. Yeah. I think she was probably counting one, two, three, four. I don't see John yet. Mm-hmm. I don't smell him yet. Um, so, uh, Ball Cuz deserted his post. Um, uh, uh, Sam, uh, boy died. He told him he was all right. Uh, with that, that, that neck arrow. So you can tell him. 
He know yeah. he know he's not all right. He should have uh, pushed his ass to the side and used him as a shield to, to <laughs> block to block future arrows or whoever shot that other he arrow. He wasn't thinking like that. For though. for Call of Duty players, uh, Egret was building up towards a nuke, with her kill streak. Like <laughs> I don't expect her to call in like a helicopter or some shit. Like she kills so many people without getting injured. Um, so Egret was looking around there and, and for John, hoping that love would have brought his ass home last night. Oh. <laughs> um, and uh, she wanted to throw some hot grits at that point. Yeah, she was, <laughs> she was about to let him hop in the shower and then throw hot grits on him. Uh, and so uh, the 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 other side, the Giants start trying to tear the tunnel gate down with the mammoth, which is funny because they uh, like one of the Giants got fucked up. They put the fire on their ass. I was waiting on that. I was like, why don't they have any fire coming down that fucking right? Dump some fire on their ass. Um, and they had to start listening to John. John took over. He was in the management trainee program, dog. <laughs> uh, he's, his, he's his father's son. Let's yeah. just say it like that. I mean, that nigga was in there doing fries, working the grill. <laughs> Cashing people out. Yeah, the register. Like, yeah. I think I saw him clean up the bathroom. This motherfucker yeah, he did was everything. mopping the front. Um, Green folks. This ain't McDonald's. This yeah. is McDowell's. Right. Yeah, I wrote that down. Jon Snow is Ned Stark's son. As soon as he started taking commands, he he is Ned Stark's son. And they were listening, man. You know, um, they was looking like nigga. We want to live. Yeah, right. we don't want to die. You were right. <laughs> um, and so uh, Sir Alistair got fucked up. That's when he finally like took a couple blows. Um, and Sam was still holding dude with the arrow. Was and like, Alistair was still giving a giving a pep talk as he was getting drug away. <laughs> he was. He's like, fuck them niggas up. It's not over. I was like, man. I can't move, but I'm a yell to y'all take me away. Yo, the fight between him and oh, what the fuck is the dude's, dude's name, name with the red hair? Oh, the leader of the leader of the wildlings, right? Yeah, Tormund. The he fight said he fucked a bear. Yeah, the fight between Tormund and uh motherfucking uh, Sir Alistair was good as shit. Yes, it was. Yeah. Tormon was so mad this nigga got away. <laughs> mm, he was he like, tried to go after him. Are you fucking serious? I was going to kill him. Um, but he just kept moving anyway. Um, he went so, back to killing. Yeah. So Sam over there camping and shit like Call of Duty, hiding and shit in the ah. corner. Um, and then he ended up getting a little bit too much confidence because he's like, let me go talk to John. And uh, before he went up there, he saw the little boy that operated the elevator, and he was like, hey, cuz, don't be scared. Just get you a weapon. That's exactly what he said. Hey, cuz, don't mm-hmm. be scared. Pick <laughs> you a weapon. Chew, chew yeah. a weapon. That's yeah. exactly how he said it. Pick, yeah. pick your ass up something. He was and, frightened. Uh, you know, because you, you know what? And, and Sam was right. Because the thins will kill a little nigga. They don't care. Yeah. Yep. So you yeah. might as well go out bucking. Well, that boy had said he was the best archer in his village. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you don't need no arrows here. Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gave him a... And, and, like, it was funny, too, because, like, the bow that they cut to was the tiniest bow in the city. Like, I don't, who, the, who the fuck was using that little bow and arrow? The one that got shot in the and, neck. Thank you, Cameron. Cameron did say, don't forget that Sam did kill a thin. Yeah, he know. did. He did, dog. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to die. He got lucky as hell. Yeah, I think that might have been later though. But um, because he went upstairs to get talk to John and shit, and um, no, nah, it was then. It was when he. W- it was when, when they came back down. Yeah, they came down. Yeah, they came down. Okay, so it was before because that. He picked up. He picked up the crossbow, 
loaded yeah. it, shot the guy, and then ran over to go up the elevator. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So he shot that dude, and I thought that dude was going to fuck him up too, man. He was. Because uh, that dude was big as shit. That was just like the shot of a lifetime. That was one of the Dr. angry dudes. Dr. Deuce Stacks has got a great question in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deuce Stacks? Was that the first time a fat dude lived through a fight like that? <laughs> um, probably. I don't know. Right now, I'm trying to think of a movie that. I like that it was realistic. Well, Simo Hung has an entire catalog of living through fights as a fat That's dude. That's true. Um, but I actually like that, uh, the battle wasn't unrealistic for him. Mm-mm. Like, it still was like some fat nigga shit, like shoot a nigga with a bow and arrow or something. Like, it was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, a crossbow. You know, like, it wasn't some like, and then he karate chopped this nigga and stomped on his yeah, neck. Yeah. Like, yeah. He barely lived, dog. That's exactly how I would live through a battle. Back, <laughs> backpedaling and out of breath. Um, so yeah, he, um, uh, yeah, he kills dude, goes upstairs and shit. Um, and, uh, tells, he tells John, like, man, we losing downstairs, dude. So it's a problem. And John's like, God damn it, I got to do everything. Yeah, he was like, the coach is out. Come on, John. Yeah. 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 So he said, uh, all right, man, well, I'll help you out downstairs. No problem. Uh, he told his other home, he said, take five men, go down to the tunnel because the giant about to get in, which made me wonder, like, why the fuck did the giant, like, why were they even using the mammoth? Because these niggas, this, oh, because, because, one nigga by himself lifted the fuck out of that game. Man, but the mammoths are stronger. Yeah, okay. th- th- that you and know. I think the fact that they want to tear the door down versus oh. having somebody hold it up. Okay, you're like, right. They want to just rip it off so everybody can freely go in. Yeah, but that nigga was mad. They killed his homie. Oh, he was hot. You know, I don't. maybe they was two gay jars or something. I don't know. But that nigga was like, <laughs> you done fucked up my homie and everybody going to die. So he came into the tunnel uh, by himself. Yeah, and, they, they uh, had to get that speech to each other. I couldn't figure out why they didn't drop more fire down. Yeah, yeah. Like, they must not have been able to reload. Well, you know what? They did blow up the barrels and kill everybody, so... Okay, one of the dudes killed himself with the barrel, so maybe they couldn't. Yeah. Man, shoot an arrow down, one of the big arrows. Do Man, something. Yeah, then they had to fill them full of oil and shit like yeah. that. Throw a body down, make them hungry. You know what I'm saying? Do something. So John goes downstairs and he's like, uh, listen, um, it, I appreciate you coming to get me, Sam, but I'm going to need you to go let my wolf out, dog. I need him. And uh, I, I was like, I thought he might have talked about Brand or something. Nah, he's talking about his wolf, and yep. uh, that wolf was fucking niggas up. He said, I need him more than you. Yes. <laughs> I need him more than you. You stay away. Yeah, you, you've done, you, you went 1-0 and today. You've done the most <laughs> you can do. Um, he was in them like, per, like uh, Popovich used one of the Spurs. Well. And John went back, right back to, even with the Thins and the fucking Wildlands, he went right back to his old shit. It was like LeBron coming to the YMCA. And playing niggas one on one because he was fucking everyone up, man. He's just so good at fighting, man. Like, I just kept thinking he was going to die or something. Yeah, bastard. I've been fighting my whole life. <laughs> I didn't That's think true. I had to come that here and true. fight you, too. <laughs> been fighting down, everybody. As soon as he, uh, by the way, when John came downstairs, mm-hmm. when John came down to join the battle, I watched that whole sequence standing up. It was like I was. It was like I was watching the Super Bowl when the Steelers were driving down. The Steelers are my team when they were driving downfield. Yes. And uh, uh, Roethlisberger threw that last pass into the end zone. I watched that whole sequence standing up. The same shit. I was shifting back and forth. 
Yeah. I was talking big shit. Get him, get him, get him. And we got one of the best shots of the entire fucking series ever. The panning, sweeping shot from like the entire battlefield from John to Egret. Yes. Yeah. God damn, that was good. I was, man, I rewound that. Like, look at this shit. Like, we also got a great death, uh, Hammer Foo. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, he, uh, fought, uh, the thread that, uh, Stir, I think is his name, the one that Egret told not to try to kill him. And he was yep. like, man, yeah. fuck that ginger minge. I'm doing what I wants to do. It's a battle. Yeah, he sought him out too. Ain't no, ain't no, um, no rules. And Egret yeah. started smelling that cologne and was running towards him to see what happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she yeah, just she wanted to talk in his dome, didn't he? Oh, oh yeah, stop hammer time. See, Igor <laughs> wanted to talk before she killed him. She yeah. just wanted uh, she to kill him. She, yeah. yeah, I think she wanted to kill him, but she wanted to talk first. Yeah. She wanted that tongue. Well, was well, she wanted him to know it was her. Like yeah. she, she more than anything else, Igor wants him to know how hurt she was uh, for what he did to her. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. She's not out to kill him. Well, uh, I, I think she'd have killed him. She's hurting, and I want you. I want you back, Daddy. No. Ain't nobody else doing me like this. <laughs> you know what? I think I think the opposite. I think she was like, "I'm hurt. I'm angry. I purposely missed you last time, but this time I'm gonna fuck you up on purpose." But, yeah. I'm gonna tell you like Patrice O'Neill says: No woman should feel any kind of passion, that kind of passion about a man. If a woman feels that kind of passion about a man, that shit can be turned into love like that, and it can also <laughs> be turned into murder. So yep. she had time to think about it. I've seen. I'm gonna tell you like Snap told me. Uh, yeah. Uh, sometimes women will kill your ass. <laughs> yep. Off of that same love. Yeah. Now we all watch Snap. Yeah. This. I watched. <laughs> I watched enough Snap to know to look in her eyes. I said she is gonna kill this nigga. I thought she was gonna kill fucking Stir for trying to kill him and then kill him. Like to be like, oh, I ain't saving you. This my kill. I've been thinking she about you. Have it in. And when she saw his eyes. Well, she saw that curly black hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that white boot, that white boot, and then started sneaking up on her. It was, it was funny though. It was funny though because, um, like, John barely won that fight against her. Like, that fight went on for a minute and. It's a big dude, man. Yeah, it was close. That shit was real, real close. <laughs> it's a big dude. He hit that dude with that uh that hammer and uh yeah. won that shit but damn that was a good death yeah that's yeah. the one thing john learned about when he was trying to go save um brand was that i gotta fight by any means necessary yeah yep. fight dirty at he all times yep. like my man spitting his face mm-hmm. and put the hammer in his head you know it's funny i, I bet that thread uh thread's favorite shark is a hammerhead <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So you, you, you think he always keeping his head in the game uh yeah yeah you know he's always uh, I, I, mean, I think it was really headstrong the way he decided <laughs> he he normally is one step ahead of the competition yeah. mm-hmm. well he's hard yeah. he's seen hard headed <laughs> uh, not um so uh Egret uh was studying long studying wrong because she hesitated she was looking at John and she said maybe in another life could have worked this you out. Back. Baby. We should have stayed in the cave. Yep. She said, yeah, yeah she hit him with that. We should have so stayed in the cave. Is. But the reason I think she was going to kill him is because there was no way both of them could live. Oh, no. Like, either he had to die or she had to die. And I think she just, 
she was taking her time because she had him dead to rights it was nothing he could do and he was trying to talk his way out of that shit like you know <laughs> like we do <laughs> like he tried, hey baby hey you know man, uh you know how it is it's war shit is crazy baby. i was gonna come back and get you yeah i was you know we can still work this out and um uh, that's when ollie was like uh arrow through your heart yes and the thing i loved about that little boy he gave John the brother brother man nah. He was like, got him. You welcome. <laughs> and he marched his ass on and started killing other people. He was like, bros over hoes. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like, I got your back. Another scorned woman. Can't be loving these hoes, John. Yeah, you can't. You know you can't love them. Um, he just turned away. Uh, another scorned woman dying of a man who never loved her back. Uh, yep. Just like a, a Tyler Perry movie. She was like, we should have stayed in the cave. At least oh, she. At least she. Yeah. At least she wasn't. A baby mama, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, right after he had nailed that one dude to turn around and, and, you know, hold her in the middle of this, this battlefield. That's a little unrealistic. I hated that scene. A yeah. little bit, but that's for, that's for, uh, that's for the soft hearted people who watch the show also. Yeah. I hate, I hate every scene in every movie mm-hmm. where bullets are flying or whatever the fuck. And, no, and then you take time out to have a personal moment. And just fate allows you to. It's like, sure, a fucking arrow just whizzed by here, but hey, man, you were a you good mean, soldier. You mean you didn't like that in Forrest Gump? No, man. Forrest killed Bubba when yeah. Bubba died. When the white man, arms. when the white man appropriated that brother's uh, shrimp recipes. Oh, <laughs> oh, we don't want to talk about that, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. Far as I'm concerned, Forrest Gump is Macklemore. <laughs> took all the credit for that shit uh bubba gump shrimp the money go to me but uh it's bubba gump uh, yeah so okay. yeah he gave like 10 percent, like puffy does he gave her that first check yeah yeah <laughs> she yeah that's what we need to follow up the far gump that's based on the black mama being like we never got the rest of that money <laughs> yeah Okay, with that first check. I still buy my boys. You know what I did like about all of I, I call them John's men. Mm-hmm. Everybody that that John was close with, they all um, they held. They all yeah. acted in a brave, heartfelt manner. They all held. Well, even Sam. Yo, first of all, shout out to that scythe on the wall because yeah. they they yes. really they really threw that shit out very like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. don't forget, guys, use the scythe. All right, I'll be back. Man, when they unleashed that joint, <laughs> it was cleaving dudes, man. And th- I think that was the turning point when everybody else was like, "Man, fuck this wall. We need to yeah. find ah! another way." Man, they turned around and ran. It was like, "Oh, they got they got scythes." That I didn't know what the fuck it was. I was like, "Oh, that's that big ass chain." I was yeah. like, "Oh, it was well. off the chain." Yeah. Uh, and then Tormund was the only one left, and he was like, "Kill me, Jon Snow," and he started he started cramping up like Bron and shit, and he was like. Uh, I should have killed you in the uh when I had a chance. And he was like, "I, you should have lock him up." Yep, John Bars. He was like, "But you mm-hmm. didn't, nigga. I'm yeah. here." We finally uh get to uh, my man Sam Wise meeting up with Lily again. Uh, old punk ass man down the corner crying and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that that seems like so he had to feel so bad being judged by a man <laughs> that that was real fat and shouldn't even been fighting and a woman. 
and a baby. <laughs> I mean, he was he was scared, didn't more scared than all them boys. Yeah, so he was behind his door, was down behind the door with his head down. Yeah, Gilly was the one who stood there with the door was open, like whatever's coming through these doors, I'm gonna handle it. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting in the corner with his head down. Oh man! So uh, John Snow finally uh, gets his impossible white man on to the next level, and uh, they go down to the tunnel. All his homies held. They died. They held. But they, they killed a giant. They was chanting to the end. Man, I wanted to see that scene so bad. I thought they were going to show us. You know, that giant was fucking them up. Hey, man, I, I don't was know how the giant with, that, with them saying the vows as he yeah. was coming up the, up the tunnel on him. That's yeah. a fire. That was a good scene, dog. Yeah, dog. Fire. I wanted to see the fight because, you know, soon he probably broke down that gate. What? Slammed like three niggas on the wall, immediately severing all they spines. Yeah. Like it had to be luck. Like, you know what I mean? Like someone like stabbed his neck or some shit and then like I was already thinking, I was like, cut him in the legs, cut low. Right. Try to get his yeah. hamstrings, try to get his Achilles, go yeah, low. I don't yeah. know how he lost. Yeah, he was running that bitch like a running bear. The whole time I was like, shoot him. Shoot him with your arrow in the eye. They shoot was, him. Was like, we gotta wait till he get close. So uh John Snow comes up with a plan. And, and if true, in true impossible white man fashion. It's a stupid plan. He said, uh, well, he plan. said, you're right, it's a bad plan, but what's your plan? I know it's exactly. Tough. That's all, that's exactly what he was saying to me and you, Johnny. <laughs> He's yeah. like, you're right, it is stupid. What you got? You right. know what I would say? I got nothing. I yeah. would tell him, you know what? <laughs> I have time. <laughs> Let's think about a good plan. Nah, <laughs> Sam was like, well, shit there, man. You, do, you just went 47 and 0 in fighting. I'm gonna take, <laughs> I'm gonna take your word for it. Like, this is not the time to be, correcting you you know what i mean sam, sam hit him with that with the ice cube to Smokey from friday line though come back yeah. <laughs> hit him <with> that line. <laughs> i don't gotta go with you do i right. <laughs> uh, the craziest part of this was when he this is the like true impossible white man when this nigga turned back to sam and gave him his sword and was like i said i wouldn't lose this so hold on to this i was like Nigga, you need that. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna go kid fight, uh, man's raider? Like, you about to go fight the baddest motherfucker that leads the biggest army and you not even taking a sword? What the fuck are you gonna do? Talk to him? Oh, like, uh, think pretty smart said he didn't even take his wolf with him. You're right. He didn't take his wolf with him. Yeah, That's dog. interesting. Nigga just went out like, ah, oh, hey man, it's been I can nice do this. Morning. I don't need nothing. Yeah, like he was like he's like, that, he's like that hard brother that goes outside with no coat in the winter. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like John. Coat, he, man? I don't need no coat. He's like John McClane in the first Die Hard when he uh, loses his shoes. Yep. Yeah, ah! yeah. Like, I'm just gonna do this without shoes. You're like, nigga, that's glass. Yep. Like at least take the enemy boots. At least um, take a pair of their boots. By the way, this is the fastest 53 minutes in TV history. Yes. This show yes. it felt 15 minutes long. Like I I looked at the clock and said that that's the end. I was like, oh wait. Yeah. That's, that's a full I, episode. I spent 15 of it standing. Yes. yes. <laughs> the, yeah. It was so good. It's it's just fight and then speech. and then fight. Like, the first half is nothing but halftime speeches. Like, at one point, uh, Ray Lewis shows up and starts dancing and shit. And yeah. put paint ah. on his face. Like, it was the best. Let me best. tell you something. If I had seen Ray Lewis in that scene, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I'd been like, of course he's in this scene. Of, <laughs> of course they got Ray Lewis. And that's what made me mad. Why? I was like, why is it the 30 more minutes of this show? Oh, man. First of all, if Ray Lewis would have shown up and been like, listen, first of all, God is going to protect all of us. My brothers. Who's my brother's keepers? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
We fight. I'm you like, fight? Yeah, I'm all about that shit. Yeah, Teddy got knocked upside his head, yeah. just like everybody else when they get a hoorah speech. Nah, that's only the Ironborn. Like that shit only applies to uh, the Ironborn people. Them niggas give halftime speeches and immediately get fucked up. You don't know, uh, Tyrion gave a great halftime speech too, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he told them there's. There's brave men outside these walls. Let's go kill them. Yes. A- <laughs> the smallest nigga on the court. Yeah. It's like Muzzy. That's like yeah. Muzzy Bowes talking to Alonzo. Like, we about to block these shots. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I fuck with that. So, uh, I guess uh, that's pretty much the whole episode. What are y'all looking forward to next week? I will start first with you, Karen. I am looking forward to Tyrion's trial. Not, well, not the trial, but just to see what's going to happen. You know, uh, mm. are they going to kill him? Is something, you know, dramatic is going to happen? Um, I'm looking for, uh, the hound and Arya. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for, uh, Littlefinger and, uh, Junior Beyonce. <laughs> um, she got fine really quick. Yes, really quick. I think she's Sasha Fierce now. Oh, you? Sasha yes. Fierce. She mm-hmm. changed the uh, Malfeasant. Yeah, she yeah. she she's done everything. I'm looking for a uh, Wait, brand. hold up, hold up. Justin said Malfeasant. It's Maleficent. Maleficent. We'll keep going. Oh, don't yes. feel bad. I appreciate to, it. Nah, it's, it's, nah, I gotta report you. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Correct me, my brother. Yeah, Mal- Correct Malfe- me. Malfeasant is good. Though. That's, oh. that's pretty funny. Oh, Make that, a meme for that. The that's, that's, <laughs> that's better than me. The first time I said, I said it was a magnificent. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I was supposed to write them for that one too. Yeah, I was like, Roger looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, that's not the name. He was yeah, like, Karen, no. Karen's like, can we go see? Yeah, can we can we go see Magnificent? I was like, oh god. And I meant that with, I meant that with all my heart too. Yeah. Um, I, I feel you, Karen. So, uh, what about you, Randall? What you looking forward to next week? Well, first of all, at the the last thing I wrote was, uh, "Damn, that was good!" with two exclamation points. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Karen, I'm looking forward to seeing Tyrion's. Uh, Fate, whatever that may be. Personally, I think the fight should be a draw, but I don't know what that equates yeah, to. What are the, times. That's what I kept Nobody saying. Like the rules. one of the reasons that I'm, I want to know if that dude died is because I, it's like, is that the rule? Like, if it, if it's a tie, like you still fucking lose, like, or is yeah. it? Oh, well, he died first, so you lose because your man died first. Like, what's the rule? That's what I thought, but I don't know. Seem like a draw to me. Uh, I wanted, I definitely want to see what's happening with Arya. She's turning into a little insane bitch. So I want to mm. see what she's got going on. That little girl is insane now. She's really I love, going off the deep end. I love her, but me she, too. she, she yep. got to die or something. I she, don't no. expect anything wild to happen with, um, Sansa yet. Although I do like how she is getting grown very, she got grown really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to see what's going on um, with uh, the queen across the water. Watching her develop, watching her develop into a queen has been a really nice thing. I also want to see the burgeoning love theme between Grey Worm and the queen's maiden. Yeah, Melisandre. I thought that was pretty interesting when the queen was braiding her hair. Did you notice that, Karen? The queen was braiding her hair. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Come on, white bitch." <laughs> 
Yeah, but, I but, but you know, free these slaves. You can't, you can't braid black girls' hair. But Come you, on, white But bitch. you know what? You, they, you just you can do everything. They, they showed her how to braid hair because remember on, the, on season one, she's with that tribe and all that stuff. They showed her how to do that. They was yeah, like, look, true. we we gonna have to show you how to make your <laughs> hair. You gonna have a little haired baby? She yeah, had, she had to learn how to cornrow. That's uh, why. Cal Drago's hair. Yeah, they showed her how to use the to, olive oil and survive. the coconut oil. They was like, look, mm-hmm. you're going to fuck him. We're going to have yeah. to show you how to braid She's your hair, babies. She's herbs and berries out there, like uh, coming yeah. to America. Yeah. Herbs and berries. Yeah. That's um, the only reason why she knew how to do that. Sit down, white girl. Now, listen, this is a hot comb. If you want to win this <laughs> man's love. And if it sizzles, that's okay. Don't run. Right. Um, I think this season has been hot all the way through. Yeah, it's been great, man. I'm looking forward to the end of it. What about you, Justin? What you looking forward to, bro? Uh, I want to see Aria and the Hound jump off the cliff like on the other guys <laughs> at, at the beginning yeah. with The Rock and Samuel Jackson. I just want to see that. Uh, now I really can't wait to see what happens to them and then also with Tyrion. That's- uh, two words. Them dragons. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's what I want. They're not in the budget no more, dog. Nah, I saw I saw them in the preview. I made sure I slow mode that shit, and I saw them yelling in the preview, and they was looking big as fuck. So um, I'm hoping we get some more dragon work, uh, even if it's just the last scene, because you know they do that a lot with the like, uh, oh, it's the White Walkers or some shit. Like, hopefully we get something with the dragons, and I still don't know what the fuck happened to the White Walkers, man. And that and that baby, what happened to that baby? Well, but not the, well, the, the baby's not important. The insight of that they they take babies and turn them into yeah. White Walkers. So I uh, guess that's how they reproduce. Maybe. Yeah, oh, that, okay. yeah, that baby's not important. I don't think. And then um, I want to see what's up with the White Walkers because like these niggas been taking a slow, sweet ass time to get to the fight. That's and what they do. It's been since season one. Um, it's like it's winter coming or not. So I want to see that I think shit. Winter is coming though. I I would hope so, man. Um. Maybe we get some shit with Davos and uh, uh, Stannis Baratheon because they kind of left that story. Oh. Um, what care? Oh, I want to see what's up with uh, Lady Olena and the old girl because they was missing doing yeah. the battle. Marjorie, I didn't see them not yeah. one time, so yeah. I believe they. I believe they skipped town. Wait, the other thing well, Marjorie too. Marjorie is supposed to marry, or uh, yeah, Marjorie's supposed to marry the the Tommen. boy king, Tommen. Tommen. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't think they skipped town. They just weren't in that scene. Okay. Yeah, put that good good on him, and that boy will be lost forever. Oh, man, I thought she was going to do it when she caught him in there sleeping. I said, she about to jerk this nigga into oblivion. Yeah, he gonna, he'd be gone. He'd be gone. He's going to be in love. <laughs> you know, but Now, you know the other thing, too, Rod. You want to see the dragons, but the, they mom, the mother of dragons, Daenerys, uh, like we always talk about all the other rulers, like as soon as they get to power, they die. Yeah. She got she to die. I'm not, look, I'm not like y'all. I'm not attached to anyone on this show. I don't give a fuck who lives and dies. Now I gotta, I'm I'll, not rooting for anybody. Well, that's, that's how they get you. Then, then y'all niggas be crying to my over and no. Yeah, I was he just, hurt. He just gonna kill the niggas y'all like. Stop. Now you, you can't love anybody on this show. You, yeah. you just, you can't. I don't even know why people, whenever I hear people talk about it, I just, it's like when people used to watch The Wire and be like, I hope Omar win it all. Like, that don't even make sense. <laughs> the fucking show is about people dying in misery. It's oh. only going to happen again. Omar home. Yeah. Oh. I think Stringer can get it. Okay. Okay. And Brain, too. Brain, yeah. too. I want her to kill somebody. At least uh, one person in this episode. Oh, she will. I hope she meets up with the Hound. Like, I like to see them niggas, like, fight. Uh, so the Hound can kill her? The Hound is rough, dog. Yo, the Hound will kill the shit out of her without thinking about it. Well, you know what? He got that sore, and he might be sick. 
He is so, sick. We don't know. But all right, man. I don't want to keep you too long, man. Randolph, you were great. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks no so problem. Much for having me. I appreciate coming on. Yeah, check nice out, you, Randolph. Check out Nice Blue. to meet you, brother. Uh, f- follow him on Twitter. He's at Real Talk for You. It's all spelled out. No mm-hmm. Ebonics. No Ebonics. And uh, make sure you check out his podcast, Three Guys On. That's all spelled out. Not the number, but just three guys on. They have the website, three guys on.com, which does has a number, does have the number. It also has one without the number. Um, I have a Facebook group, um, podcast. Uh, he has an album out, uh, mm-hmm. Blue Magic. Blue Magic. Like I said, it's, it's really great, man. It and, is. Uh, like I said, I just put it in the, I can tell when the album's great because I just put it in the car, hit play. We were out shopping, need to go to Target or something. Didn't go, hey, Karen, it's Randolph with three guys on, just hit play. And within minutes, Karen is like, who is this? You know, you get that, who is this? That's, you know, it's like whenever you take a sip of a drink and then you look at the cup, like, the fuck is this? This is good. That's, that's yeah, what it's like. what we drinking on. Yeah, so I uh, appreciate it, uh, Randolph, and you did great work, man. And, yes. and shout out to Andy, too. It's, it's well edited and the tracks are cut perfect, like, when it's all the Andy. Topics. So, um, it's all right. Andy. We'll talk Thanks to you. so much. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time, man. Good luck uh, getting the new Always. material. And uh, can't wait to 15 more years for album two, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Raising that door. I don't want to wait that long either. Yeah. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Thank you, man. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so let's get into these articles. A bunch of shit happened. Uh, first of all, did you guys know Justin Bieber got baptized? Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. I, was, I was like, oh, is that his way of joining? Uh, he couldn't join the Muslim and coalition so now he wanted to join christians what's up with racist white people going to black church or just going to church for to get the the racism out of them you know like it's like uh donald sterling went to the the black church and they was like oh it's donald sterling uh coincidentally we got a new air conditioner and a new wing uh for the children i think it's just one of those things where we i they feel like they had to go to the offended quote-unquote offended group well this is different he did, he did his bootleg. It's the one place you can go and potentially not um, get beat up. Or oh, yeah. potentially not be judged. Cause, right, because right, he can't show up at a Rick Ross concert anymore. Like, right. where maybe he would have. That's a good point. You know what I mean? So if he show up at church, he's safe. He around so-called Christians. Well, Bieber got baptized in a bathtub. That's smart. By a priest. That's smart. That's, at his home? No. Did he, uh, did, he went. Was he naked as well? Cause you know how the priests do, dog. Well, yeah, I mean, you know how they do. Yeah. The priest was like, uh, first of all, take off all your clothes." He's like, "I gotta be naked for this, huh? What? What are we doing? Baptism? Uh, I guess you don't have to be. Are you? Are you wanted a real baptism? Yeah. Let me turn this camera off then. Oh, you wanted? Oh, you wanted holy water and everything too, yeah. and forgiveness of your sins. I thought this was something else. Walked in singing one of his songs and shit. Oh no! Oh, nigga, 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 <laughs> nigga, nigga. Ooh. I mean, you can't. You the one came in here with all the, the colognes and your hair did up ah! with your long wavy hair. I thought this was something else. You you yeah. weren't teasing me. You uh, the one sending miss messages. <laughs> I, listen, I listen to all your songs and I put the word nigga in there for you. So <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, we two of a kind. I mean, yeah, you the one came in here with your shirt already off mm-hmm. and I, being <laughs> racist. I don't like black people either. Yeah, I would. I didn't know realize you really wanted a baptism. Yeah. Well, I but guess I could put all these oils back up then. You sure can. Yeah. Uh, the singer turned to religion to prevent any further offenses because God will help him stop saying nigger. Mm. That's what God's about. He don't have, he don't, he don't have enough on his plate. So I guess I'll stop the war in Sudan and, uh, Oh, a well, rich a rich white kid can't stop saying well, nigger. What's his little nigger friend name? Uh, one of them niggers need to help him out. I don't know. 
Yeah, they 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 should have had a conversation with him a while back about yeah saying nigga 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 a lot yeah in front of the camera. I wonder what other nigga versions of his songs he got. Oh, nice. <laughs> he got a whole compilation album <laughs> coming out. <laughs> no, hey, I already said never say nigga to him. Mm-hmm. Just put nigga in every song. If I was your nigga, I'd never let you go. Ah! Uh, enlist enlisting the help of Pastor Carl Lenz. Who worked with the 20 year old in New York last month? Work with him. What does that mean, last month? Uh, Bieber reportedly attended church services and studied Bible passages before his recent baptism. <laughs> what far did he read? <laughs> just, to, just read the Jesus parts. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Performed in the bath of one of his friends, a religious rite that symbolizes purification and regeneration and the mission of the church, uh, Christian church. But why a bathtub? Apparently it was too difficult to find a church for the young musician who understandably wanted the ceremony to remain private. Beavers posted evidence of his newfound interest in religion, shared, sharing a biblical extract in his Instagram page last week, focusing on sinfulness and forgiveness. Two videos emerged last week. Of course, we all know one less lonely nigger and <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, uh, the run nigger, 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 uh, joke. Mm-hmm. Um, Why are black people afraid of chainsaws? Yeah, he yeah. issued a public statement about offended or hurting anyone with childish and inexcusable mistakes. Yeah, my my thing is that uh, people do this to kind of temporarily overshadow what they did, and a lot of people run the religion as a form of, "Hey, I'm religious now, so you got to forgive me and forget." Not so. Yeah. Um, the truth will be told. All this shit takes time. So in three weeks from now, if I see you drunk and high and pissing on the Mona Lisa, have you really changed? Right. Now, and he can't just go and say uh, two hell niggers and one our nigger and uh, get get that out in confession. Like, Mm-mm. okay, well, I guess he can't do that. Um, what if he just puts niggers in his prayers? <laughs> I mean, he's doing well, you know, them a favor, folks right? Say Jesus was a nigger. He was a Jew. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Russell Brand defending him, as we all know, um, which, whatever, I don't care. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's baptized now, guys. Now I want to see some black people come up and start testing his baptism, okay? Mm-hmm. I want everybody to start rolling up on him <laughs> via like, what's up, white cracker devil? Hmm? You want to say something? Hmm? Go ahead, Justin. Go ahead. See what the Lord told you. I feel like it's a rite of passage in his community anyway. I mean... Now he's one of them. They were starting to question it. You know, he had too many black friends. They was like, uh, so we don't really believe you when you say you're just doing this to get money, hanging out with these, you know, black guys. You got all these black friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think you changed. We're going to have to go ahead and limit some of your money. He was like, no, 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 I'm still one of you guys. Um, let me leak this tape out just to prove it. And Maybe he was hanging out with Donald Sterling. People feel girl. for it. Yep. Well, um, he got better press people than Donald Sterling. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he got Baptizing, I guarantee the priest is white. He didn't even get a black priest, man. Uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. Terrio Harshaw, the six-year-old Vine sensation, mm-hmm. known for his playfully hypnotic dance and habit-forming catchphrase, ooh, kill him. Ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh, heart attack, ooh, my chest hurts. He signed a deal with William Morris Endeavor, the well-known Hollywood talent agency. The news which spread across Twitter was initially announced on Instagram in a photo. Terrio is flanked with WME agents 
representatives from the lights the manager company that handles all of his affairs and the caption reads tv sold tv show sold and we just signed to william morris endeavor hashtag life is great i knew you're gonna die before they do a pilot he <laughs> I mean, I mean, for, for I don't know how old he is, but I know the, the little boy ain't ten. He's six. He's six. Yeah, six or seven, which means you can't read, you can't write, you can't add. How do you? How do you, anybody even knows what he's signing? I put the picture in the chat. Like, what's going on with his shirt jacket? Like, I don't even know. his suit suit jacket doesn't fit right. Like, did he gain weight after they put him <laughs> in the fucking jacket? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I guess his his head looks sunken down into his neck. Like yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm a grown ass woman, and he is probably two of me. Yeah, um, that's not good. You know, the sad part though is they kind of have a point. If um, he loses the weight, I feel like our infatuation with him would die. You know what I mean? Like that'll be the saddest. Like the only thing sadder than Terrio getting fatter is if, <laughs> if Terrio lost weight and then people stop looking at his Vine videos. That'll be messed up. Well, I feel like after two years from now, you're not gonna look at him anyway, cause cause he won't be here. He can't even do the. He can't repeat the dance. Like he, right. like it, it's not even the same dance every time he does it. And ooh, kill him. It will only go for so long. There's just all these enabling ass adults around him just to make yes. a, a dollar. It's so sad. Um, if you've been following Terry since ooh, kill him was uttered last June, it's not. This it was last June. Oh so my it's god, been a year. This nigga put on the freshman forty five. Yep. Uh, with WME is not a complete surprise. In the previous year, the Riverdale, Georgia resident has been one of the most captivating figures in social media. The boy who just wanted to have fun instantly became a business. Personal appearances at various events, $8,000 each. <laughs> they say various events. He's showing up <laughs> at nightclubs like, getting Ray J money. Right. Yeah. With like Rick Ross. And, Yo. and, and my thing is this. I guarantee you some of the places he goes... Children probably aren't even allowed in these places. How how is a six year old allowed to be at the strip club and have the strippers put their titties across his head and they go they put on the, Instagram? They put, they put the bandage on him so they say he can't buy alcohol. But um, I, what about the, how does the neighbor feel? The neighbor that was just randomly recording him and, and put him on social media. Like right. where is his check? I mean, he's the one that discovered him. Yeah, you know he ain't getting no check. He probably, <laughs> he probably the one that keep putting sugar in all his food. <laughs> I'm going to kill him since I can't get it. You want another glass of Kool-Aid? Mm-hmm. This one next is sweet, baby. Macaroni and cheese. I put extra sugar in it for you. The boy who just wanted to have fun, he gets $8,000 for appearance, posing with rappers, athletes for photos, and appearing on talk shows, filming a music video, and releasing an album, which is said to drop this summer featuring Young Jeezy, Soldier Boy, and Migos. What? You got an album? <laughs> the album is ratcheted, ratcheted as hell. So, who kill him is the name? I don't know. The only person he's missing is Trinidad James. Just more people trying to cash in on this young kid, man. I can't, you know, nobody's saying no. The story, of course, is a familiar one. Terry is part of a group of child celebrities who found fame via the internet or television. Children whose brands uh, became brand before they even finished elementary school. Going to get a little nigga a drink. <laughs> Before Terrio, there was Alana, Honey Boo Boo Thompson. Yep, I think he's going to be the next Honey Boo Boo. Please don't let this shit be on BET or TV One. or Mm-mm. Like, please let, you know what, there's no right answer. Want, it's going to probably be on VH1 or some shit. You want WeTV to do it? I don't know. Be on TLC. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Unless it's on fucking the... VH1. Uh, Unless it's on Discovery. Discovery, <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, Thompson, the child beauty pageant contestant. 
uh turn reality tv starlet uh her little girl sass couple uh, with oh i don't care about these other people anyway um there's a petition at change.org to free terio <laughs> which we talked about the other day is like does it matter Mm-mm. by the way it started by guest in front of the show nova giovanni <laughs> <laughs> let's get little terio back in school now the clutches of, of social network fame it's only got 213 supporters so i guess people don't care that much oh uh i wonder if deshaun jackson gonna do in the guest spots um, you know, he he was the first dude I seen with Laterio. Yeah, Terio been hanging out with all the famous folks. Yeah, but Terio gonna be coming to your TV after fucking basketball wives and whatever the fuck else. Hope y'all got those wide screens. Yep, you gonna need it. Yeah, in order to see him. Yeah, by the time he talking, just gonna sound like big. But you know, <laughs> we we had talked about the his family situation one time before, and I'm not saying he. He wouldn't have gone to college, but they not saving any like there's the mom not even putting any money aside. It, sa- it sounded like for even just to as an adult to maybe him to have some business ventures that would just, you know, co- consistently make money for him in a in a lucrative way. And he not exploiting himself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just it's terrible because he's going to be 12 years old without any education other than being homeschooled by people that's not really qualified to homeschool him. Mm-mm. Yeah. Tracy Morgan, you know, he got in that wreck. Everybody's saying now he'll be okay. Um, so that's good. Uh, Artie Fuqua said he'll be okay. He had to have like some type of surgery to relieve pressure on his brain and stuff. Yeah, but and they said the, the driver uh, was like a Walmart truck driver. They said the driver had been up for 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So leave it to Walmart. Um, but, uh, Tracy Morgan's TV show that was coming to FXX in April, um, is actually, uh, gonna be waiting on him when he gets out. So that's pretty cool. Uh, network that's willing to wait, you know, for somebody to recover, you know, you could see that they have every reason to kind of be like, well, um, you know, you're not going to be out. Got to move on. Let's go get us to Kevin Hart. Yeah. And the thing for FX, they got so many shows that they put out they canceled they moved to fxxxxxx with nobody watches so they was like we got to get a hit yep yeah i I like fargo i do like that show fargo i heard it was good i haven't watched it um las vegas shooters uh that we talked about yesterday they were actually kicked off of the bundy ranch so that's how crazy they are clive and bundy's (gasps) supporters was like y'all niggas gotta go that was too crazy for them that's what they say now who knows maybe they didn't ask him and now they're saying this shit in hindsight so they don't look bad true but you know it's so funny because fox news is like leading the coverage of like this bo bergdahl dude he's uh some type of terrorist and uh the president is okay with it meanwhile they were lionizing and making this bundy guy a hero and two of his supporters turn out to be fucking actual terrorists mm-hmm. so they're trying to separate themselves but, now know, yeah like you you guys hiked up america to go out and do this shit but uh apparently now uh Y'all would rather fight about the the other shit? I got it. Um, the married couple who police say killed three people in Las Vegas, including two police officers, have been kicked off had been kicked off a ranch where anti government protesters faced down federal agents earlier this year. Yeah, they went down there to shoot. Oh yeah, and they was like, "Y'all, um, we like, <laughs> we weren't trying to really kill nobody, y'all." They was like, "We attack at dawn." What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? 
We just came out here with signs. We thought it was some free snacks. We heard you had, yeah. heard you had a Dunkin' Donuts yeah. in the area. They, they, it was cheese and crackles and wine. We, we ain't know it's going to be no real killing. Yeah, I brought this high Bill O'Reilly sign from fucking Delaware. I didn't come down here to shoot. Amon Bundy told the Associated Press that Jared and Amanda Miller uh, were asked to leave his father's ranch after be, they're being there for a few days in spring. He said that while details were still sketchy, the Miller's conduct was the problem. He called the couple very radical and said they did not align themselves with the with the protest's main issues. But the thing is, like, uh, when you do some of the shit that y'all do, you, that's a code word for crazies. Because they were like, I believe the same shit you believe. Well, it's like you're going, well, the government is the problem, and I don't, they shouldn't be telling me what to do on my land. It's like, right, that's why we need to kill them. Whoa, buddy, calm down. I didn't say nothing about killing him. No, uh, no, I said it. I want to kill him. Yeah. I, I just want to be angry and, 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 and exercise I, my first amendment rights. I bought all these weapons to go shoot at a range. Yeah, I, I'm just saying we have the right to bear arms. Yeah, I want, I want to bear some arms into them cops over there. Bear some of these bullets. What's up with that? Um, the police. So uh, they were looking at the police are looking into the Millers uh, whether they were even in Nevada at, at the ranch during the standoff. Assistant Sheriff Kevin McMahill said the two suspects had ideology that was along the lines of militia and white supremacists and that law enforcement was the oppressor. Police believe the shootings were an isolated act and officers are still looking for a motive. Uh, what do you mean looking for a motive? They, they've been screaming a motive for, for years now, even at the ranch. The thing is, you can say what you want. All them people at the ranch got to go too. Um, you knew they were crazy and you knew they were about to do something and you didn't warn anyone. You was uh, like, yeah. cause they don't care. I think everybody that liked that Facebook post got to go too. Cause the yeah. Facebook post is crazy as shit. Yep. You got to go. Um, I, I'm all for it. Like violate they rights, violate, yeah. violate it. I don't care. Like, we got five openings in Gitmo. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, right. Let's fill it back. So up. those, so whoever wants those five, you're welcome. Everyone else got to die. Uh, they placed it. They shot the one officer multiple times in CC's pizza. Welcome to CC's and, uh, put a yellow flag on him that said, don't tread on me and a swat sticker on the officer's body. Have you seen those signs with the little snake on it? Yeah. The little yellow mm-hmm. signs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The daily rampage in the aging shopping center, about five miles northeast of the Las Vegas strip unfolded in a matter of minutes. I don't think I want to see the yellow sign. The suspects then fled on foot to a nearby Walmart where they fired a single shot upon entering a patron at the store who carried a firearm, confronted Gerard Miller, not realizing he was accompanied by Amanda Miller, who shot and killed the man. So, so much for the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun theory. Oh, oh so this wasn't a worker? No, it's just a person, a patron okay. that had a gun. Cause, okay, because okay, my thing was like, uh, yeah, they was like, we get paid below minimum wage. Fuck you. You can no. have a goddamn store. You know what's funny? He would have been alive if he didn't have that gun. Because he wouldn't have felt bold enough to walk his ass up there. Yeah. Seems like they didn't walk in there to kill anybody but themselves. Uh, they want to have a shootout with the cops. Um, so, yeah, they shot and killed this dude for pulling out his gun. Then they ran into the back. Um, Amon Bundy said his family has no quarrel with the Las Vegas police and disavowed the Miller's actions. Only thing worse than tyranny is anarchy, and we certainly recognize that, Bundy said. Uh, Okay. So, even though you fucked the government, that's why I say they got to go, man. They, If you didn't, you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do anything to try to um, stop these people. They knew they was going out to kill people. 
Yeah, I saw there was another school shooting today mm-hmm. where uh in Oregon High School and it was crazy because it took them a while to find the actual person who um like what had the gun because two other students had guns on campus yep. and they weren't involved they just had guns at school yeah they gotta go it's, it's no way i have a conversation with rod or karen like yeah man when i get home i'm gonna fuck that bitch up yeah when i get home i'm talking about i'm gonna peel her ears off i'm gonna shoot her in the head i'm gonna shoot her in the toes like i'm as soon as I hit the door, it's nine one one is outside waiting on me. What I'm, a, I'm, I'm be like, look, this is this is this is his car, this is vehicle, this is tag. Not me. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say it's okay. I agree with you. Do what you got. <laughs> yeah, until you get on the other side yeah. of that door. Yeah, I'm gonna lock the damn door. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that to your face. Yeah, yeah but that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, you, I'm not gonna be able to go home and carry out these actions. Oh no, 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 no. You won't make it home. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's just they so. They, I feel like they was complicit in it. They part like who knows what other two people they waiting to send out there next and be like, oh, we had to kick them out too. Like just keep denying everybody that they send it out yeah, to the world yeah, to keep harming people. Because it's crazy how you know they they do stuff to rile like these particular people up, and then are shocked and surprised when they do shit. Uh, yep. I, you know, I don't know if y'all ever had a, a relative or family member that's been murdered, mm-hmm. but. To know someone could have prevented that, it's like, nah, why you could have prevented this? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like y'all, y'all, everybody got to go violate their rights, get them all. Uh, also, S- send them to, to one of the other countries where they can bear arms like they want. You know what I mean? Then send them, send them to Africa where they can bear all the arms they want. Send them back to Africa. I agree. The official position of the blackout tips. <laughs> George, George will. Uh, said that being a victim of sexual assault is a coveted status that confers privilege. Mm-hmm. He's a Washington Post columnist, and he thinks women are lying about sexual assault in order to get privileges. What you, kind of privileges? Getting paid less? You know, the getting rape privileges, Karen. Yeah, you know, getting that free penis. Yeah, you know how it helps y'all out. It the, does. The Washington Post columnist George Will doesn't believe the statistic that one in five women are sexually assaulted while in college. It said he believes that liberals, feminists, and other nefarious forces have conspired <laughs> to turn being a rape survivor into a coveted status that confers privileges. Nefarious why, forces. Why? 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 Like, go ahead. I'm, yeah, I'm fucked with it. I don't know. That's because y'all won't people. suck his dick. Y'all uh, walking yeah. around teasing him. Oh, this is fucking with women. tank I'm, tops. I'm fucked with He get 100%. One of y'all probably cussed him out after he held a dope before you. Like, just. Like, can you really tell the difference between his point of view and Elliot Rogers? Mm-mm. I really can't tell the difference between him and Elliot Roger. He just ain't shoot nobody, but mm-mm. it's the same sh- mentality, in my opinion. This mm-hmm. whole idea of women, you know, uh, owe somebody their sex, and, and if they say that they got raped, they're obviously making it up because that's impossible. And, and what, my question is this: What kind of advantage in society? Like, I, I, I do not see the advantages. I don't get paid more for being raped uh per hour you know i i don't yeah, what get, are the privileges I told yeah you, you're getting unsolicited dick what else do you want in life you know what, what else you know what else is crazy though is <laughs> um to me it's always weird when people can test the statistic of one in five women being sexually assaulted while in college because it if it's one in ten is that okay and no. if it was one in 20, if it was one in 50, would you be okay with it? Cause it's not okay. And what about in high school, the ones that don't admit well, to it? Well, here's the reason. This, here's what's fucked up, right? The reason that these motherfuckers are pro rape at this point is because the president 
announced an initiative specifically targeted at sexual assault on campuses. And because the Republicans are so fixated on being the party of no, they become pro-rape in college. Like, rape is not even that bad. Why we even got to worry about this? Like, because the president said something. It's, the other, I saw something this morning where the president wants an initiative to stop wildfires. And I, I guarantee you, there'll be, by the fucking end of the day, there'll be a Republican like, wildfires ain't even that bad. Sometimes shit need to be burned down. I don't even know what the problem is. Oh, so that the people that lost their homes. No, and- I'm just saying, Karen, that you're trying to attack it with reason. It oh, doesn't matter bad. what the fucking my, reason my is. My bad. They are unreasonable at this point. They don't like this nigga that much. Mm-hmm. They- <laughs> That's like, fuck it, let the bridge burn, huh? Yeah, I don't know anyone I don't like enough to be like, I'm going to just be crazy. They should come up with the raping that's similar to the Hunger Games. And mm-hmm. every year, the Republicans have to line up and we're going to randomly just a Republican from each district. They're going to get out there and they're going to have to try to survive rape. Mm-hmm. And whoever survives, that's who gets to live. But and they, Well, whoever survives <laughs> will get all the privileges. So, I mean, it'll right. be great. And that's what I'm saying. They'll get the privileges and everyone else will just... Yeah, where's his privileges <laughs> that he got? Uh, like, this is... The, you know what? Privilege is the new... Um, Privilege is the new racist. And what I mean by that yes. is, you know how you somebody does something racist and you point it out and then they go, no, you're the real racist. That's the new thing. It's like, well, you know, you have uh, white male privilege and that's what enables you to say some of this ignorant stuff because you just don't really know any better. It's like, no, no, no. You have getting rape privilege. How about that? I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know, <laughs> all the, the privileges. You and all your privileges. Walking around here all privileged up. <laughs> Well, uh, now you want to flaunt it in my face. No, right. madam, it's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> uh, as a result of this plot, victims proliferate, quote unquote. Uh, Will wrote in a weekend editorial that ran on Washington Post and the New York Post. Can't believe shit like this gets past an uh, editor. Further compounding. There's no editor. Well, I mean, for the Washington Post, there has to be, Karen. New York Post? Like, I'm just, It's it, not, it, I mean, it, honestly, no, it, it's not like the internet. These, these people do have editors. They don't give a fuck. Tr- tr- that or either. Their newspaper is kind of different than their online shit. Like, I don't, or maybe I'm misunderstanding. This, this is the Washington Post, Karen. It's a paper. They, they letting a physical this, paper. They letting it slide because that's the only way they can compete with online social media. Is they had True. to, right? Okay. So it's okay. like the blogs inversely affecting the media, okay. where because because this is the kind of blog that would get a ton of hits on in the internet mm-hmm. but now it's showing up in a newspaper which will drive a ton of hits there okay kind of like the whitlocking of the news um yep further compounding the crisis of people coming forward about sexual assault to stay de, de rigueur i guess it's a french word i don't know is the fact that capacious definitions of sexual sexual assault including forcible sexual penetration and non-consensual sexual touching which is very outrageous according to will um it is really very hard to understand why having your breast or other parts of your body touched against your will should be frowned upon. It is not very surprising that George Will does not think that sexual assault on campus is a big deal. It is also not very surprising that he thinks the definition of sexual violence are somehow overly broad because they factor in forms of sexual contact other than penetration. Well, and you, I feel sorry and, for women. It's, it's, it's going to get to a point where they're just going to be like, fuck it, let's just get rid of all the women. Mm-hmm. If you're not already married, we're getting rid of all the women, and, and you can rape your wife because it's okay. And 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 I think the 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 to me the fucked up part about it is that it's easy to say that when nobody's forcibly touching you, when nobody's constantly grabbing on your ass and pulling on your dick and balls against your will, whether you want it or not, and shit like that. So for 
him, he's like, well, what's the problem? It don't happen to me. You're not a fucking woman either. Uh, according to national data, 60% of sexual assaults are never reported to police. So how does one go from a culture to which victims proliferate to that, from that to a culture in which victims quote unquote proliferate? Like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Um, now that people have a voice on social media and stuff, yes. what we're seeing is a lot of people that may not even have reported, um, sexual assault before. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've never even called the police. Um, but they have certain experiences and they're sharing them online and mm-hmm. you're finding out how common it is. And yet you have people like this who are like, fuck that. You do like this. This is all made up. You're just making it up to get the privileges. The privileges, according to him, uh, are a casual look at both our criminal justice system, military justice system and academic disciplinary system under scrutiny right now reveals that each tend to punish survivors, not reward them. When a young midshipman came forward about her alleged assault at the hands of a former Naval Academy football player, she was questioned for 20 hours by 12 attorneys and forced to answer Damn. questions about how wide she opened her mouth during oral sex and whether or not she considered herself a quote-unquote hoe after mm-hmm. the alleged assault occurred. When the woman requested a day off after five days of questioning, one attorney said, we don't concede that there be any stress, there's been any stress involved. Another survivor of Columbia University was put on academic probation after she came forward about her assault because the school considered her mental, a mental health liability. Um, yeah, there's, there's so many of these stories, by the way. I, yeah. I can come up, I can remember some off the top of my head. There was a woman that killed herself. It was, uh, on the swim team, uh, at this college. She, uh, K Ford told the campus that she got raped by another athlete and, uh, they didn't believe her. Um, there was a, uh, of course, you know, Steubenville. Um, mm-hmm. there, like, just even, so many cases. Even here, John C. Smith, a girl got raped and yeah. the other students shamed her off the campus. Mm-hmm. Right. Happens like, all the time. Like, people, like, the fact that people don't want to admit that there's a problem is, is, is just so huge, man. So, I, you know, I don't understand how anybody could be like, yes, yeah, it's, it's your privileges. Uh, that yeah, I don't I'm know. Just, Somebody let me know what the privilege is because I'm not taking advantage of it. Yeah. Well, that's because you haven't been raped. Uh, <laughs> but if you get, I mean, I don't think you want those privileges that he's talking about. I mean, since, since I mean, because the way he's talking, he act like it's a good thing. Yeah. And they always bring these extreme cases of like, well, there was this one time where a dude was having sex with a girl for three months and everything was fine and they were dating. And then one day, uh, she just showed up and the police said she, uh, he got, she, he had raped her. You're like, okay, all right. I mean, um, whose perspective is this from? His? Yeah. Cause what, what did she say happened? Well, fuck what she said. I mean, this guy said he didn't do it. Then that's all that matters. You know, and I'm not saying there's not false accusations and shit and that's terrible, but. I I bet that there's way more unreported actual rapes than false accusations, and of course. it seems like people want to concentrate on that other angle just to deny the first issue, which is you know all these rapes. And and if he wants to address the false accusations, I mean, let's address it. Like, let's talk about it. Typically, that came from a white woman saying she was raped by a black man because it was taboo to just for her to want to have sex with a black man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's. Like, if you want to talk about the false accusations, and that still happens, you know, a lot these days. So if you want to talk about those rapes and maybe some of those false accusations, then we can have that discussion. But just to say overall numbers and women are lying, that's like that's it's incredulous. And, and, mm-hmm. and I guess from my perspective, it's easy to talk about the women that are lying. But that percentage 
is so fucking small. And that's what people have a tendency to overlook. They want to act like because the oh 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 point one percent of women that lie represent all women that say something about rape. And it's one of those things where if you can marginalize that percentage and make that percentage look bigger than it is, then you can discredit. I mean, discredit everything <clears throat> that any woman can ever say about being raped. Colleges and universities are being educated by Washington and are finding experience the experience excruciating. They are learning that when they say campus victimizations are ubiquitous, microaggressions often not discernible from the uh, to the untutored eye are everywhere, and they. Uh, and that when they make victimhood a coveted status that confers privilege, victims proliferate. And the academia's progressivism uh, has rendered it intellectually defenseless now that progressivism achieved now that a progressivism's achievement, the regulatory state has decided it is academia's turn to be broken to the government's saddle. My, my thing is this, and, and maybe I'm looking at this from the wrong perspective, when it comes to college and universities, we look at it in the wrong way in America, be it this, be it sports, be it all this stuff. We look at it from it's good, it's great. You know, people want to send their children to colleges with the um, hope that they will come back home safe and nothing happens to them. And when that uh, um, image is broken, people don't know how to handle it. I think when it comes to certain things, there should be no internal school investigation. If I come to you and I say it's rape, it should go to the real police. Not no internal thing, not no student committee, not no student council, not no people on no board. It should go to the real fucking See, police officers. There you go with those rape victim privileges, Karen. <laughs> See, now you want us to go get the real police to look into it like it's a real crime? Because it is. Well, that's a privilege. Right. We don't do that for, uh, ah! we don't do that for robberies. You should do it for robberies we too. Don't, we don't do that for, uh, you know, uh, if somebody gets into a fight. We just dust them off and say, see you in class at five. You should do that, too. Consider the supposed campus epidemic of rape, a.k.a. sexual assault. A.k.a. Okay. Here within uh, Philadelphia Magazine report uh, at about Swarthmore College, where in 2013, a student was in her room with a guy with whom she'd been hooking up for three months. They now decided mutually, she thought, just to be friends. When he ended up falling asleep on her bed, she changed into pajamas and climbed in next to him. Soon he was putting his arm around her and taking off her clothes. I basically said, no, I don't want to have sex with you. And he said, okay, that's fine and stop. Then he started again a few minutes later, taking off my panties, taking off his boxes. I just kind of laid there and didn't do anything. I had already said, no, I was just tired and wanted to go to bed. I let him finish. I pulled my panties back on and went to sleep. Six weeks later, the woman reported that she had been raped. Now, see, the thing that's crazy to me is this guy really read that and thought, that's not a rape. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's like that Game of Thrones thing where some guys think the only way to illustrate someone's being raped is, like, jump out the bushes, punch them in the face, choke them and kill them. Mm-hmm. They they scratch you up, and, and then that person is being raped. No. But just the idea that, hey, I didn't consent to this. Don't do it. <laughs> That's not rape. Yeah, the fact that she had a thought of her own and decided. Yeah. No. How dare she? That's a part of that privilege y'all was talking about there? No, right? not tonight. Yeah, okay. like the nerve of you wanting to say no. Yeah. Like, I have my dick out. It's erect. Right. What is the problem? Now the Obama administration, told you it was about Obama, is riding to the rescue of sexual assault victims. He put in quotes, sexual assault. 
it vows to excavate equities from the ambiguities of hookup culture this cocktail of hormones alcohol and the fox sophistication full sophistication of today's prolonged adolescence of especially privileged young adults here's the thing that is also weird to me and i've said this for years at this point i don't understand why it's okay to get shit hammered at college i don't like i don't even get why that's part of the culture like we always advertise colleges like, well, you're supposed to go there, get educated, and sort of help you in your life later on. Everything. But really, but really, what we're really selling you is a four to five year party <laughs> where you can underage drink, mix that with sex, hormones, bad decision making, and then we're supposed to go, well, obviously no, no sexual assault is happening. Like you're mixing all this negative shit together in a pot of people that just left their fucking house a year ago. Yep. Like, shit is going to get confusing and fucked up real quick. Yep. I don't understand why we just keep acting like, well, you know, it's kids being kids. Rape will happen. You know, it. sometimes people get confused. You know, like, everybody gets the same fucking, like, don't rape people fucking speech when you're a freshman. No, they don't. Men, you, no. Well, I didn't well, have. Well, I'll, at the, I'll just say this. At the route, the freshman initiation that we had. They gave us all the speech, men and women okay. sitting in the same room, and they gave everybody the uh, don't get raped speech. Yeah, because it's for the women. Women don't get raped. Yeah. This it's not, not I mean, dudes. but I'm just saying, as a dude, I went, so people out here raping women? <laughs> like, so, you know, it was. <laughs> right. Because that's a logical response for someone who actually respects the thoughts and opinions of women. Right. And treats them as equals. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, to me, I was like, why do we even need this? This is crazy. Like, don't women, don't don't ever be out alone walking the buddy system. It's like, wh- this is college, though, right? Like, we, y'all gonna, we got campus police. We should be safe. Like, are we gonna get robbed? Is that, it's like, cause it's gonna be a lot of rape. Don't be careful with these guys in your room. It'll be a lot of rape. I'm sitting around like, I'm not gonna rape anyone. You know, it's, it's crazy because it's such a fact of life is what I'm saying, Karen, mm-hmm. is, it's amazing that anyone would sit up here and be like, quote unquote, sexual assault victims. They say one out of five. They give everyone a speech about rape day one. True. It's happening. Yeah. I, I had to learn that those speeches don't necessarily pertain to me because yeah. I'm not at work trying to rape people. Right. I'm not at work trying to sexually harass. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, you know, it's like, that- the, it's like the sexual harassment course at work where yeah. it's like, well, I don't know that I need to know this because I would never do any of this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like but, I'm, I'm not even trying to comment and be like, your hair looks nice today. It's more so, Hey, yeah. but sadly some do need to hear it. Yep. And he's not fucking listening. Yeah. So obviously. it don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Like the person that actually needs the message. They're not hearing that. Yeah, the rapist looking around the room, hoping that. <laughs> yeah. Track trying to see which woman is on her phone. Yeah, the the the, the <laughs> same person that ignores that are the same people that ignore the don't talk about politics at work, yeah. don't talk about religion at work. They ignore that shit too, just like the rapists ignore the rape. Yeah. Well, George Will is an asshole for this. I mean, really. Yeah, fucking with women, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's it's crazy, man. Like to, and then like the thing I really hate is when they use non-scientific argument to debate statistics you know where it's just like oh one in five women is raped really you know it's not like it's like well what is your evidence that says it's not i mean come on yeah okay but what what did you do what what study did you look at that said this is wrong it don't matter i mean whatever 
Yeah, but George, that's not actual scientific response. Yeah, ha- like, have you talked to the women around you? But well, yeah. why would you? Because you don't care about um, their opinion, and they got privilege. He says simple arithmetic uh, dis- demonstrates. I mean, simple arithmetic demonstrates that if the twelve percent reporting rate is correct, that twenty percent assault rate rate is preposterous. Because one in five women is sexually assaulted while in college, but only twelve percent of assaults are reported. He's like, well, clearly that those two numbers can't be the same. They can't. They can't exist in the same world. Yeah. He hates women. He doesn't realize that the questions on the fucking questionnaire are gonna say, "Were you sexually assaulted?" Then the next question is, "Did you report it?" His, mm-hmm. his and there's gonna be a lot of people who are like, "Yes, I was sexually assaulted. That's why it's one in five. Um, no, I didn't report it because I don't want to deal with the backlash." Right. And if you actually like to me, those numbers say there's way fucking more happening than you even think, you know? And, and the thing about it is, is sad though, because when, when, when people do this, I want to say, motherfucker, are you a rapist? Are you a rapist? Because mm-hmm. the way you talk and the way, the way this is written, it's like, yeah, I raped the bitches, bitches. It was okay. Mm-hmm. And you, you're explaining to me why it's okay to rape women. Yeah, I don't know, man. This, anyway, fuck this dude. And what privileges are you getting? I don't know. As a victim of rape, to be chastised on the internet and and to be ostracized socially, to be demeaned in public, to be told it's your fault, to be mm-hmm. uh like harassed off of campus, like Justin brought up. Like, what the fuck are the what's the upside of being a rape victim? Mm-hmm. Like, show that. What the fuck are you talking about? What a fucking asshole. Um, I feel sorry for his mother. Yeah, seriously, and his daughters and wives and mm-hmm. anybody, any other woman in his fucking life, man. Man, could you imagine a family member reading that shit, going, "God damn this it!" This is why I can never vote Republican. By the way, like I, I'm too disgusted by shit like that. I'm too disgusted. Like I would love to be able to be so money minded that I don't give a fuck. But social issues bother me to no fucking end, and I wouldn't be much happier with a Republican Party that shut the fuck up about social issues. If they want to be about their money, but unfortunately they can't fucking do that. It's like, oh, the president is against rape. Well, now we're for it. Anyway, vote for us or you're just a brainwashed sheep of a black man. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Then they go, why, why are we losing women votes? Why are we yeah. losing minority votes? We need to court the black vote. <laughs> it's like, well, you're the bastion of fucking white male privilege and nothing else. You don't even want to consider any other group of people. Why the fuck would anyone vote for you? Uh, Ty Beauty Queen, Miss Universe Thailand has resigned less than a month into her reign after being harshly criticized on social media over her political comments and looks. Willery did say about Did she win for her looks? Of course, Ken. Okay. Uh, she typically announced that she's given up the title that would have allowed her to compete in the International Miss Universe pageant. The actress and former talk show host said Monday she was initially pleased to have won the title, but that uh, the hell of brutal comments on social media blasting her outspoken political views and calling her fat had hurt her family. Willery had criticized was criticized for comments she posted on Facebook attacking the red shirt supporters of the former government, whom she accused of opposing Thailand's uh, monarchy and calling for the execution of their leaders. Uh Wow, she she was telling they need to go kill people. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can see why people might get mad about that. That'd be like it'd be like, yo, I fucking hate Republicans. Them niggas need to die. Kill uh Sarah Palin. 
kill like i can see people being like you can't be miss america no, no more. you can't you gotta step down yeah this is not what we hired you for man. yeah i mean we, we 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 don't mind you being pretty and if you won't believe that believe that but you can't be putting it on social media ma'am you red shirts get out of here she wrote in mid-november for winning her title thailand soil is dirty because of the anti-monarchy people like you Wellery oh, said that because of the criticism, the happiness we used to have has disappeared totally. When I saw my mom not being able to sleep at night, I couldn't either. She told a news conference. She didn't specify which remarks she found the most hurtful. What if it's the, what if it's just the ones that called her fat? Yeah, she's like, I don't care about that. Yeah, I don't care if you want to kill me. I don't care about the sexual assault threats. I don't care about saying, that I am stupid, but when you said I'm fat, there's not an ounce of fat on my body. You can look. I work out too hard. I quit. Oh, mm. Lord. I'm petty, okay? I don't care about the politics, really. <laughs> um, I just wanted to just check. Yeah. <laughs> Travel the country for free. Yeah, she quit, man. This is like if Sarah Palin would have started talking all this shit when she was just a Alaskan supermodel. She should have just stuck by her um her comments and kept it going. That's what everyone else does. Yeah. Her comments struck at the heart of uh, Thailand's long-running political crisis, expressing the attitude of the country's educated elite and royalists toward the government of then-Prime Minister Ying Luck Shinawatra. Mm-hmm. Ying Luck, who was backed by many of Thailand's rural north and northeast, was forced to step down last month, and the military soon afterwards staged a coup against the elected civilian government. I don't know. Maybe she was forced to say this shit. I don't know. She quit, though. I don't know enough about Thailand. Uh, politics. Me either. <laughs> get into it. I just thought it was crazy. She was that outspoken. A Kentucky restaurant has a great idea. Um, instead of doing tips where like you write a tip on the check, mm-hmm. they are doing it so that um, it is it instead of uh you ever giving a tip, uh, they give the waiter either twenty percent of the sales for the day that they were a part of, mm-hmm. um, or ten dollars an hour i love this idea it's great mm-hmm. i like the idea of doing away with tipping you know what i it's, i agree and and something i learned which i didn't realize this i didn't realize that the 213 or 214 or three whatever an hour mm-hmm. is um regulated by uh the food by the restaurant industry the restaurant industry you know they like the smokers and all that stuff they have people that go in and actually rah 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 and they pay all this money to make this an exception um because what was it one of the states that was it uh seattle it was doing like the 15 dollars an hour well 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 seattle had passed that uh, they went in basically and started talking to lawmakers and they tried to get them to take off, uh, restaurants. All of a sudden, they was like, oh, well, everybody can get the $15 an hour, but unless you work in the food industry. And they were saying that people had to go and actually fight and say, no, we want this for everybody. Because what people fail to realize is why people act like, um, when it comes to tipping, People have a tendency to hold that over your head. And people have a tendency also to think that you have that job because of lack of education. And you have that job because, you know, you did, did there was nothing else for you to do or you couldn't find a job. And it's just one of those things where do you really think them people really want to bring you a fucking drink? Do you really think they want to do these things? They're doing it because it's part of their job requirement and they need to be paid just like everybody else. So to me, I think that this is the best way uh to do it i think is fair i think that if you eliminate uh tips uh people 
a lot of people would protest because a lot of people get a kick out of that power. Because I think a lot of people have shitty ass lies. Their kids going in there, husband's wife, whatever. Everybody make you fucking mad. But when you go into a restaurant, no matter your level of education, you feel like you have power and authority over this person. And you strip that power and authority away from people. The only power that they have in their lives. So if you take that power away, a lot of people will go back to just fucking being nobodies. I don't give a fuck about you. Pay these people. Yeah, I agree completely with everything you said. I, I like, I especially hate the idea of the power dynamic of tipping. Yes. I think too many people get off on it because people are generally just bad. They, a little bit of power goes right to their head. And like you said, it's all they can control. So, you know, I, like, I don't even like eating with the people that do this thing. Um, to me, you know, it's kind of like that racism where someone's being racist, but it's, they're not saying the N word or anything. It reminds me of that where, where you go out to eat and somebody's like, Oh, I'll, uh, I'll tip, but you got to, you got to earn my tip. You better come out here and do everything to get this tip. I'm on ever, I'm on all the, you better not fuck up at all. I mean, I will tip you then. Cause I'm like, I know you, you're not going to tip well anyway. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you're like, unless they come to the table and give you a fucking hand job, they're going to get like 10% or some shit when you should be tipping 20% anyway. Um, and and then and then you know these people are making less than minimum wage and well they shouldn't even they go get a better job go to college like it's just that fucking easy to snap your fingers and do fuck you you privileged asshole so yeah, and people, you know people say that shit and it's all because they had this negative attitude because they get a little bit of power mm-hmm. and they can have a little bit of influence over someone else's life so it's like why can't i be as negative an influence as fucking possible make you have to snap to it to do whatever you can for me Take that entire process out of fucking the dining experience. Mm -hmm. Just give the people $10 an hour or 20% of food sales. You can get fucking $100 by selling $500 of food. That's not a lot even for like an IHOP. Mm -mm. Like you can do that in the shift. That's not bad. $100 a day to live off of. If you work four or five days a week, you know, like that's. Only, you know, $500 a, a week if you can work five days. Hello. Like, yeah. And that's not act like these people still getting taxed at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, they will get taxed with this. Like now, like, yeah. so th- the government should be for this too. Cause hey, now you can tax this money. Cause I know when I was getting cash tips, I wasn't claiming all that shit. Cause it was mm-hmm. like, so you're going to take half of my little bit of shit? No. Yeah. But it's like a certain minimum they claim, which that you have to claim, I think, even yeah, with waitresses. Yeah, yeah. And it's minimum still. Wage. Even that is still like that. That hurts. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you got to pay that money back. It's not like you. Um, well, it hurts because you're not making that much in a lot of these situations. Yep. Like and people that, always think that waiters are somehow all getting over. There's a few cush waiting gigs in most of most cities, but most of them are shit gigs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're working at one of those restaurants Fine where people are regularly tipping you yeah. twenty and thirty dollars for the meal and, and more. Like, yeah, you working at. Um, like you said, I hop and people, if they leave two and three dollars, if that, yeah. and, and they, they've been sitting there for an hour, hour and a half talking and eating their breakfast and shit. Like nobody's going in there eating 15 minutes and then bouncing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And, and my thing is that I think that this overall would change the dining experience for everybody. Um, and I agree. I, I agree because the assholes are still going to be assholes. But now it's one of those things where if they're asshole, at least you're making some fucking money and your livelihood, your rent could be paid regardless of how this motherfucker feels for the day. Yeah. And I mean, obviously for fine dining, they might have to adjust it. But I, I just this idea is great. Mm-hmm. There was a Waffle House waitress that got a um, uh, 
i think it was like a thousand dollar tip mm-hmm. um somebody wrote a credit uh, a dude paid his bill with a credit card and wrote fifteen hundred dollars on the tip line asking brown the waitress to share five hundred dollars with a haggard looking woman at a table nearby then he vanished into a cab um telling brown you have a good spirit um and then uh waffle house said no you can't have that tip how can i do that uh apparently it says uh kelly thrasher a waffle house spokesman spokeswoman who told me that large tips are refunded to patrons as a regular procedure generous tippers are asked to tip again by cash or check the restaurant handles it that way she explained in case the customer decides to dispute the tip later or ask for a refund. So that guy is blatantly saying, nope, I, I did that on purpose. Does she then get her money? I hope she gets her money. I don't know. They refunded it back already. Um, nobody carries $1,000 of cash and go into a Waffle House. Come I hope on they're now. not carrying $1,000 yeah, you won't. You won't leave with 1000 And typically that person is not earning it illegally. And who's going to write a checkbook? I mean a check. Uh, yep. so yeah, um, it's, this would save this case of her, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I, I wouldn't adjust it even for fine dining. Um, mm-hmm. if you well, happen to well, get that job and they, they're charging the customers more, um, yeah. then the, the employees just get to earn more at that job. Well, no, I was going to say the difference. The reason I was saying adjust it for fine diamonds, cause those, some of those guys make more than that already. Oh, I get what you're saying. So yep. they were, they were saying, well, this would be a pay decrease. Ten dollars an hour, or twenty percent in sales is actually less than what I make off tips now. Which you know, if that's the case, I then I guess you know what I mean. Like I don't, I've never worked fine dining, so I really can't speak to that with any true experience. But if they say that would be a decrease, then I would understand why they might be against it. But I like it. I like this idea. Yeah, but the average, the average person, the average person is not making that per hour. The average server waitress. Is not making that per hour, and if they do this, I hope that that eliminate the tip jobs that you, the tip jars that you see at fucking places where I do my own shit. I don't want to go into Jersey Mike's and see a tip jar. I don't want to see a tip jar at McDonald's. I be wanting to turn the motherfuckers over. Y'all get paid per hour. Nothing would suck worse than having to get that fucking tip back, though. I know that much. Man, it make her want to choke somebody. Yep. Yes, especially if that's something that that person want to do. Um. All right, man. Let's play our games. Okay. Gotta play our games. It's, it's game time, everybody. Uh, the first one, of course, is fucking with black people. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that I hate to play, but you love to hear me hate to play. It's fucking with black people, where we read articles that are offensive to black people all around the world, and uh, we score them from zero to one hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestant, uh, Florida Commissioner. All right. Oh shit. Uh, Florida Commissioner, South Florida City Commissioner, apologized for using the N-word during a road rage incident, saying he felt threatened. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm niggers. Now I'm just gonna say, guys, if you feel threatened. That's probably the wrong time to call somebody the N-word. <laughs> this is between Winton's Manor Commissioner Ted Galatis and another vehicle took place in a public parking lot. According to a police report obtained by NBC Miami, the car followed him home where the driver said Galatis began calling her and her passengers niggers. 
Oh, oh so the so they followed the other person home. Mm-hmm. <gasps> the driver then called police, saying she was upset about the slur and did not want him to get away with it. I know he was so. I know he went from furious to nervous <laughs> so fast. Because <laughs> you know to say nigger, he was angry as shit. Yep. But then, like, when she's like, "Oh no, I'm not leaving till the cops come," and he's like, "Fuck, I'm the commissioner." Ah, shit. He probably at first was like, call the cops. I work, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, tried to, like, be like, you know, like, they ain't gonna do shit. You might as well yeah. leave now. They my friends. By the end, he started bargaining, like, hey, can we just work this out? You know, yeah, I, like, I just want to apologize to you. Mm-mm. No. And, and for the fact that you follow me home. Oh, yeah. I'm calling the cops. Um, well, hold on. I think the, he said, uh, who followed the, who home? I, I was thinking she followed yeah, him. Yeah, she followed him. Oh, she followed yeah, him. Yeah, like home. he, he, blo- he car, yelled out the yeah. window, you nigga bitches. Yeah, they, oh, the so car they followed like, him home. And yeah. then she was like, what? Nigga bitch. Goliath said, <laughs> I, a, hold on, a, right, hold on. I, I wondered if she have this a nigga moment and pause when she grabbed her phone and was like, I'm gonna call my brother and them, all my cousins, or 911. And I wonder which number <laughs> did she dial first and then backspaced and then dial. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, he know he lucked out if she didn't call her cousins, right? What? Yep. Uh, he says, uh, Galata said in a statement provided to NBC Miami by his wife that he felt threatened by the driver and the people inside her car and that he may have used the slur while protecting myself from immediate threat. How would that possibly protect yourself? It will only incite people. Mm-hmm. And make when, them when, angrier. Yeah. When does the word nigger ever not escalate a situation? Uh, I apologize for my use of the N word. It is something I never say. Okay. <laughs> I offer no excuse. I offer no excuse other than it was uttered when I was being threatened in front of my own home. Uh, his wife, Donna Galatis, told NBC reporter Jamie Garola uh, that the other people launched verbal attacks of their own, telling her, white bitch, I'll slice you up. She declined to respond to additional questions. They always try to go and tell you what the other person did. Yep. That's why it's never really an apology because it's always mm-hmm. like, but I was kind of justified, right, guys? It's like, no, mm-hmm. just don't fucking say it. She, like, she still didn't say the order. Like, she didn't say, like, yeah. I called them nigga bitches first, and then yeah. they was like, "What you white bitch? I slice you up." Right. <laughs> like, tell the whole story. And why didn't yes. you call? Why didn't you call the police? Why aren't you the one saying you were threatened? Why? Mm-hmm. Like, if this all happened the way that you say it happened, why the fuck That's are right. are we talking to you about your apology? Unfortunately, that just just doesn't go. The neighbor said. I mean, it's unfortunate you can't say words like that and take them back. You know, you got to pay the price. Donald Sterling just paid the price for what his situation was. No charges have been filed, and the mayor said he has no comment on the situation. So, uh, what would you give the Florida commissioner uh, for saying the N word? Um, I mean, he has a position of power. He just ride down the street. He could have changed lanes. Uh, I'm giving him fifty. 75 even, because then they tried to fake apologize. He got his wife involved with it, too, so that's an extra... Yeah, yeah he's 75, because he had his yeah, wife involved. Yeah, definitely don't get 100. All right, Karen? Yeah, about a 50 or 75, somewhere yeah. between. All right, I will say, for me personally, I'm going to give it a 50, because uh, I'm taking off 25, because it's in Florida. They don't lose points. Kind of par for the course as soon as I heard Florida. I was like, ooh, that won't be surprising, whatever happens. Next game... Now that it's time for some guest the race That's right, it's guest the race time Now that it's time for some guest the race That's right, it's guest the race time 
that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestant today justin to play guess the race and the chat room plays along and they're racist here we go a uh winter haven man is being held without bail on charge of aggravated child abuse after admitting to police that he threw an 11 month old baby across the room because the child wouldn't stop crying what well that's not how it works i wonder what time of day this is christopher finlayson 24 told detectives he lost it and told the little girl i'll give you something to cry about before tossing her <laughs> causing her to hit face first on the floor oh, <laughs> it, man. oh, oh it was all funny first karen <laughs> what happened to her <laughs> oh, it's hilarious uh face flop uh, oh should have been quicker baby the child was in stable condition friday uh, with a skull fracture, two broken wrists, and five fractured ribs. Oh, she'll be fine. This, mm-hmm. this shouldn't even be George a story. George bounce back quickly. I know. This shouldn't even be a story. Somewhere George Will's writing, if you want to call that a quote-unquote assault. <laughs> <laughs> According to the police, Finn Layson was babysitting the girl when she began crying. As he attempted to comfort her, he tripped, he tripped over a futon and dropped the child face first into the floor, causing the baby to begin screaming. He then tossed her in the air in an attempt to distract her. But when that failed, he grew frustrated. Then Layson told detectives that was when he lost it before throwing the baby toward the end of the bed, causing the baby to hit face first on the floor again. He then picked the little girl up and put her to bed with broken wrists, broken ribs, and scratch and froze. I bet you she wasn't crying. I mean, well, maybe she was crying more. Maybe she was crying louder. Yeah. Yeah. Karen, were you about to say something? I'm sorry. I was about to say when he tripped and dropped the baby the first time, you immediately called 911. It's an infant. Yeah, uh, that's if you believe him. And I don't. He probably was beating that baby's ass all night. And then he tried to. baby kept crying. He kept trying. Like, that's, I've seen First 48. I know how this goes. They get you to admit something little first. And that's when you start telling the truth. True. He's like, oh, I tripped and I dropped. He's like, they, like, he's like, I didn't, I don't got nothing to say to y'all cops. Just give me my lawyer. It's like, look, man, we want you to go home too. You know, you think we want to be in here working tonight? We would love nothing more than you just get you. To, to wrap this up, okay? Now, I understand you're a father. You're frustrated. You're babysitting your child. Bring the baby maybe, mama in now. Maybe the baby was sick. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't to, try to hurt the baby. You know, I'm sure you didn't try. Maybe you tripped, you know, did, you got any furniture in there? Got a futon. Well, maybe maybe y'all maybe you tripped over yeah. the food time. Maybe you dropped the baby, you know. <laughs> maybe maybe the baby was crying, you know. You try to pick the baby up, you know, like nurse it or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was that's what it was. Yeah, and then you know, maybe you just toss the baby in the air or something, you know. Give it a bottle. Y'all toss it in the air, try to distract it, you know, because it was crying. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Keep the cameras rolling. Yeah, um, and maybe you know the baby was crying. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you just, you know, play some hide and go seek or something with the baby and, uh, the baby, uh, fell or something, you know, you just couldn't take it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what happened, man. I was playing with the baby and, and then, you know, uh, accident happened. Yeah, yeah. And nobody can blame you because you're just trying to be a good father. You know, at least you're there, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that, and you know, and babies need to learn. <laughs> babies need to learn their lessons mm-hmm. sometimes. My father, now look, I'm far being from me with these PC liberals and stuff, but my father, <laughs> I grew up where, you know, you spare the rod, you spoil the child. Am I right? 
Yeah, yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. why, you know, I had to discipline the baby. I threw the baby across the room. The mama wasn't there. Yeah, the mama was, she's out at the club. So I threw the baby across the room. Yeah, okay, so you threw the baby across the room. Yes, sometimes you got to throw a baby across. Hey, Mike, right? Sometimes you got to throw a baby across the room? Yeah. <laughs> Can you write that down? Yeah, this is a pencil. You just write that down for me that you threw the baby across the room. Look directly into the camera and just can you repeat what you just said about the baby across the room? Uh, am I in trouble? No, 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 you, you're fine. I'm still going to go home. Oh, you're going to go home eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. It'd be like I was throwing the baby at her yeah. at the door. I was like, catch boo. Yeah. And she didn't catch the baby. Because she wasn't home. <laughs> 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 I was tossing it to my imaginary friend and missed. <laughs> yep. the, the mother then took the girl to the Winter Haven Hospital when she got home. Uh, and they contacted the sheriff's department. I bet the baby was sitting there crying still. That's what made oh, the I mom bet was. you that was so. Uh, well, pretty sure when they crying. scanned her bones and saw they were all broken, the hospital was like, uh, we probably, we'll be right back. We gotta, um, do something in the other room. Real no, quick. I'm talking about the mama when she came home. The baby was just sitting there crying, yeah. black and blue and shit. Mm hmm. According to the affidavit, Finlayson did not admit to dropping the child until he was confronted at the hospital and taken into custody. Yeah, so even then he was like, I don't know what's wrong with the baby. <laughs> and the mama's going, I know I didn't do the shit. Deny, yeah. The deny. baby is bleeding from all its orifices. Deny. I don't know. Uh, while being questioned by detectives, Finlayson admitted that he had smoked a blunt and a half of marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> now, what, shouldn't, that had was, a, shouldn't that have an opposite effect? The baby was fucking up his eye. I don't know. Seemed like that would make you calm. Too lazy to throw this baby. Yeah, I can see him going to sleep while the baby's yeah. crawling out the window, falls two stories. Aren't we all babies? Anyway, not two stories. check the chat room for the race. Uh, but Justin, what do you think the race is? Oh, he definitely black. <laughs> okay, let's check the chat room. If he was black, he would have had, he wouldn't have been there in the first place, white. Terrio's oh. trusted legal guardian, says HC. Since Obama came out against child abuse, he was for it and went all in voting against his best interest, white devil. Oh, my. White says Hibbloida. Seems like that's all the guesses we're going to get. So the correct answer is Rodney says white. Then Justin got it wrong. It is white. No. Oh, wait. Boo for Justin. Sorry. I started to go white, but once you said marijuana. Yeah, I said blunt and a half. Right. I was like, he got to be black. That's why I asked what time of day. Because if it was during the middle of the day, yeah, he could be black sitting up. Everybody else got it right. Let's go to the next question. A Louisville, Kentucky officer responded to a report of an intoxicated father and found a child crying and screaming in the street. And the child's father, the driver of the vehicle, was nowhere to be found. Oh, my. Police arrived at Rivercrest Drive late fr- Friday night and discovered the upset seven-year-old girl who told officers her father had struck something with the vehicle, ran over a curb before parking the car and running away on foot, leaving her behind. The girl gave officers her father's direction to travel. Police located his vehicle, which had been freshly damaged on the front end. The ch- keys were in the ignition and the car was still running. Shit. Officers said they located the driver, Nathan Stumler. <laughs> oh. He's probably stumbling all over the place. Of course. 25 years old, a short distance away, running from the area. Um, <laughs> uh, police reported Stumbling was unsteady on his feet and had slurred speech and a strong odor of alcoholic beverage. You wouldn't say. Officers were unable uh, to determine what Stumbling had struck with his car. He's charged operating the vehicle under the influence of alcoholic drugs. The first degree wanton endangerment guessed the race. 
Damn it. I was going to go black when you said he ran away from his child. But because they in Kentucky, <laughs> whites. All right. The chat room. B. Shiraz says, steady, white boy, steady. <laughs> <laughs> Sparger says, father of the year, white. Hiploida says, white. Joe Spacey says, white. Another bad white father says, JTD. Uh, Rodney E. says, white. Everybody's going white on this. Sounds like he got bail. White. Aww. The correct answer is white you all got it right i want to put his picture in the chat he has one of the better mug shots i've seen in a while mm-hmm. um just like he looks like a complete uh goofball oh wait i forgot to hit enter uh, all right now you guys should be able to see it in the chat in a second but uh yeah just uh one of those pictures where you just go yeah i know what crime you did you know you <laughs> You clearly were on some shit. Let me put it on there. You guys can click on it if you want to see it. I don't know why it's taking a while to load. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, it's just amazing, this picture of this dude, because he looks so fucked up. Um, so, let's get into the bonus round, guys. Double the points, double the racism here. Let's do it. Double the points, double the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the racism. It's the bonus round against the race. Justin's one for two. Very rare occurrence around here. But he can pick it up with double the points, double the racism in the bonus round. Justin, you getting nervous? Nope. That's what I do. All right. So we had the drunk driver dad. We had the baby throwing dad. Let's see what we got now. Uh, also, uh, a 60 year old woman and her younger paramour were arrested last week for having sex in a town square at a Florida retirement community. <laughs> oh, oh shit, wait getting down. Oh, Florida. Responding to calls about the 10.30 p.m. public tryst. Well, that's way too late for her bad time. I'm trying to tell you. Sheriff's deputies discovered Margaret Ann Clem and she, David Babalia. She gonna mess around and miss the Edinburgh special hanging out that late. Mm-hmm. 49. She's 68, he's 49. Fully engaged Ooh, in the pavilion. like him young. That's right. Fully engaged in a pavilion at the Villages and Sprawling 55, an older community in Central Florida, Sumter County. The couple, cops, report, cops reported, was on the stage in the middle of the square having sexual intercourse. Oh, not in the middle of the square. Where was we at? Some things just can't wait. According to investigators, when deputies arrived at Lake Sumter Landing, one of the Villages three squares clem seen at the right was pantsless and had her skirt pulled down bobilia's pants and underwear were at his ankles after clem and bobilia who appeared intoxicated complied with police orders to put their clothes back on they were arrested on indecent exposure and disorderly conduct charges of uh charges clem as a resident at the villages and bobilia who lives in nearby summerfield were briefly booked in the county jail on the misdemeanor counts both were later released on fifteen hundred dollars bail they're scheduled an arraignment on July 2nd, according to court records. But Bill, you'll picture below. Clem's arrest came four days after she settled a prior criminal case. <laughs> Damn, she a thug. 68 years old, she's getting arrested four days in between each other. She got busted on a DUI. She pleaded guilty to a reduced reckless driving count and was sentenced to a year's, pro- to a year's probation. This got to be a violation. That, yeah. yeah. Clem was, dri- was driving a golf cart when she was busted in early April. <laughs> 
the villagers have described itself as florida's friendliest retirement home well i believe them yeah very friendly they have more than fifty thousand residents the community three yeah. old-fashioned town squares offer a variety of shopping dining, and theater options and additional free nightly entertainment which ends at 9 p.m is offered in the squares where the official performers are closed oh so instead of stopping frisk is touching frisk what do you mean hmm? they touching and frisking each other they're not cops what are you? i don't even get that reference karen <laughs> i wanted to go with you but i don't even know what that means you know how cops stop people in frisk i'm yes. joking because they were frisking each other in an open square in the public never mind never mind she's saying that the couple not stopping and frisking that they just frisking each I, other I, yes yes okay i'm, I'm moving on just because that yes. makes no sense uh, <laughs> it makes sense it just don't have nothing to do with stopping frisk the original the frisk uh, part yes but where was they frisking each? Did I read frisking? They were fucking they each fucking. other at the square. So somebody was touching somebody. This, this sounds like stopping fuck, not stopping frisk. It's nothing to do with frisking. I, I was trying to be the. I was trying to do the PC version of it. My bad. Yeah, because we're so PC on this show. <laughs> I didn't want to offend the listeners, the three that are left that haven't I, been. Offended. I was trying to protect Granny. We haven't said cunt in like a hundred episodes, so maybe there's somebody out there expecting more. I don't know. I don't know. We replaced it with cock. Guess the race, Justin. <laughs> Both people are the same race, by the way. Um, I'm just, oh, my biases are coming out. I'm going to say they white just because I hope they're not black. I put that, I finally put that dude's uh, face in the chat, by the way. Oh, look at this dude. Yeah, that's yeah. a DUI guy. All yeah, right. Yeah, um, they, and they got too much money to be black. Getting out on bail within the same week. Like, who? black people can't afford that. Retirement home. <laughs> check the chat room. They got bail white. White on white nonviolent crime. Aunt B was hopped up on that Boniva and Activia mix. <laughs> we got, we didn't know we couldn't do this. We were indoors white. An employee who makes it to work on time, purveyors of granny porn white, Aww. white enough said white. The correct answer is, and everyone got it, white. <laughs> so funny. If they would have just went inside, they would have been fine. Of course. <laughs> Niggas was fucking outside in the, in the gazebo and shit. <laughs> they want to be free. White people are fucking amazing. <laughs> um, uh, John Dewey's Jr. was tired of changing his sick wife's diapers every day, he told police. Uh-oh. So he picked her up, pushed her into the bathtub, and punched her, killing her. <laughs> oh. Well, to death do your part. Uh. <laughs> sometimes, wow. Sometimes Bro, that's a real head buster right there. <laughs> <laughs> He well, got you know, tired. So, was she crying like the baby too? Sometimes when it's over, you just gotta let it soak in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> according to the, the warrant for this arrest, leaving living with the body in their house for a few days. <gasps> Damn. Oh, I know that mm-hmm. stank. Well, he mm-hmm. said to definitely you part. So, yeah. I mean, what else you wanted to do? Uh, the warrant was made available after. 40, the 49 year old brief, the 49 year old's brief appearance in superior court on a charge of first degree manslaughter. He can get murdered? What? In the death of Angela Dewey's 45. She's only 45. Judge Howard Scheinblum reduced his bail from $250,000 to $175,000 and scheduled his next court date June 30th. The judge also placed Dewey's, whose police said had slashed his wrist on suicide watch. 
Maybe you should do that in the tub. <laughs> That's mess. That's what I hear. His only conviction was on breach of peace charge in 1985. Bell Commissioner Julia Roberts uh, took some time off from Hollywood and said, hey, Dewey's, as Dewey stood quietly wearing a Yukon T-shirt and shackles around his ankles, go Yukon. <laughs> Make sure your kids all go there, guys. Uh, Dewey's, who owns the house on Magnolia Drive in Enfield, where his wife was found dead Thursday, was honorably discharged from the U.S. Army and has had a job in the aircraft manufacturing industry for 25 years. Uh, when Scheinblum asked Dewey's about the status of his job, he answered, actually, I'm on vacation. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm sure your life's a huge vacation now that you're not cleaning up your wife's shit. Permanent <laughs> vacation. Every day is a vacation to this guy. The warrant for Dewey's arrest paints a picture of a confession with, that was slow in coming. He kept changing his story. According to the warrant, police went to Dewey's house uh, after the neighbor called, and Dewey's had come home and reported that his wife was dead. Dewey said, I killed her, and that she had hit her head in the bathtub. The neighbors <laughs> told officers. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. He said, I killed her, and then said she hit her head in the bathtub? Yeah. So, Not she hit her head in the bathtub and left it at that. I guess they were having some marital troubles. <laughs> uh Dewey said uh I mean police surrounded the house and Dewey's eventually left through a side door and talked to officers. Officers found his wife's body wrapped in plastic in the bedroom floor. Oh my <laughs> Well at least he was nice enough to wrap her up. Uh pol- Dewey's told police his wife had been sick with liver disease for about four years. She was bedridden most of the time, he said. And he did the cooking and cleaning and also bathed her. He blamed her poor health on her drinking. He told police that in, on May 20th, he went to give her a bath and she hit her head on the back of the tub as he put her in. He thought he had knocked her out because her eyes are closed initially and he didn't see any sign of injury, but later he saw, he saw blood. Dewey's told police that she was breathing when she was in the tub, so he sprayed medicine on her head and put her to bed. She got up Wednesday, he got up Wednesday and knew Andre was dead, but didn't want to call anyone because he wanted to stay with her for a couple of days, the warrant says. All this sympathy for this dude. When police talked to him again, he added more detail, saying that they had both been drinking vodka. He also continued contradicting himself. Now, why would she be drinking vodka if she's sick from liver disease? Come on now. You've I mean, been drinking vodka? It's not her legs. Yeah, it's her liver. It was believed Dewey's was not being truthful about how Andre sustained her t- head injury. Dewey said it was his fault that he may have dropped her into the tub from too high, according to the warrant. He previously had said he may have hit her. She, he, she may have hit her head after dropping a few inches. But he denied that they fought and even said he had been dancing earlier by himself. <laughs> Definitely not with her. Is she she bedridden? Ridden? Yeah. Police learned from the medical examiner that Angela Dewey's had a large bruise on the back of her head, blood coming from her right ear and a cut over her right eye, and numerous bruises over her body. He also, they also learned that the injuries were not consistent with his explanations of how his wife died. So investigators talked to him again, told his story didn't make sense. Dewey's eventually admitted to it that his wife didn't simply hit her head on the tub. Dewey's told me that he pushed Andre into the tub and went, that she fell onto her right side and struck the right side of her head. He said he did it because he was tired of changing diapers every day. Man, they are the fucking worst. So many women out here like, I change diapers every goddamn day for <laughs> all these years. Mm-hmm. He admitted that he, he then punched her on the left side of the face as she lay in the tub, then carried her to the bed, put her down, Lay down next to her and still angry, elbowed her in the torso. Damn. What a terrible way to die. He also By admitted. her fucking husband who vowed. Yeah. He also admitted oh. that he had earlier punched her in the left side of the face. 
he said he did it because he was upset that she had soared herself and ruined the good time he's like oh you know i want to dance and now you're out here shitting i gotta kill you but she bedridden what did he do wheelchair her out there he asked why her body was wrapped in plastic he said it was because of the smell neighbors told police he didn't they did he didn't believe dewey's would hurt andre neither did a friend who was in court tuesday he invited his home the, on his behalf carl, and he backed him his name is carl cm fiorani uh carl who described himself as best friends with the dude he said outside the courtroom that he was shocked when he heard his friend was charged with manslaughter he said he didn't he hadn't seen the deweys in the last five years or so but they best friends since they since the deweys got married since he said his friend is a very good husband and that the Dewey's family, which includes a grown son, is a loving family. So, guess the race. Um, the last name sounds so Hispanic. but just John so, Dewey's Jr. You want to know how it's spelled? I'm just going to go with white because it's so okay. evil. And I've only known Europeans to do evil things like this. Let's check the chat room. White says it, Loiter. And she was first on this one. He was too nice when confronted by police. White, men's right, men's rights activist who got <laughs> who got sick of his wife' handicap privilege. That's HC. Held a good steady job for twenty five years. Sounds like another white man. White. He stayed around too long for her. Oh. Uh, the correct answer is everybody got it. White. Damn, is he a descendant of Ramsey Snow? Who is that damn? Torturing the shit out of her. Yeah. It's descendant of Ramsey Snow. <laughs> the way he was torturing yeah. her, man. Take that bath, too. He gave Theon a bath. Remember that? <laughs> yep. I don't want that. He elbowed her after she was already knocked upside down. And I'm head. like, you, I'm, why didn't he get charged for murder? Yeah. White. Because he's white. Can't I guess who could blame him, right? He probably raped her, too. That just, but she, because she, on the survey, she didn't check yes. It didn't officially count. That's part of that privilege. Yeah, sounds like it was a real bloodbath. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, wife shoots husband dead and then kills herself in front of a suburban Atlanta supermarket after a fight over dinner. Damn, how terrible was that dinner? Uh, Paula Strange is the name of her. <laughs> oh, she black. Is believed by police to have shot dead husband Bruce Strange before killing herself. A woman, we don't have a race of the husband, by the way. A woman reportedly shot her dead husband in front of a packed suburban Atlanta supermarket before turning the gun on herself. Paula Strange, 54, said by the police to have shot dead 52-year-old Bruce Strange at a Marietta, Georgia Kroger just outside of 5.30 p.m. That's why you got to go to Harris Teeter. I know so. It happened only minutes after an argument over dinner at a nearby restaurant. Kennesaw, Georgia couple was eating at Moe's Southwest Grill. Look at the most. Calling at a restaurant now. In the same shopping plaza where the shooting occurred less than half an hour before they were both dead, a person who answered the phone in a fast food joint told Mail Online. They were in our store eating. I assume they were having an argument, the source said, adding that he wasn't sure what the disagreement was about. The husband then abruptly got up and left the restaurant. The gentleman went to the bathroom, ran out the door, jumped over the patio fence, and ran behind the restaurant. He was just trying to skip out on the bill. He definitely is a nigga. <laughs> I don't think he was trying to skip out on the bill. I think he would, he knew what kind of woman he yeah, married. Yeah, she probably was like, I will kill you. He, he was wore, like Jon Snow with Eager. He wore his track shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He said, I got to make a break for it. Ain't no way in hell I'm getting out of here alive out the front door. No. That was a man who finally stood up for himself after years of abuse. Was this, of course. Are, are, is this a couple that was supposed to be on Love and Hip Hop? 
right um, <laughs> so yeah he ran out um jumped over the patio fence uh witnesses told the news that the kennesaw state university associate director of research compliance chased after him in her honda element racing the engine <laughs> oh, shit! racing the engine and shouting at him he oh. shot it he shot it back as he ran towards the supermarket possibly to escape her <laughs> he's like bitch you won't get me <laughs> a hyundai element no disrespect mm-hmm. <laughs> she then shot him several times before getting out to execute him in front of horrified shoppers <laughs> oh. before, before killing herself with a single gunshot <laughs> <gasps> Sound like she gave him a head start. <laughs> <laughs> was she part? Were they part of that group, the Down South group? Yeah, uh, the, the coat. Group? Yeah, the Bundy coat. I, I wonder if it was just like he was like, "Listen, I'm tired of your shit. I took it for years. You goddamn cunt. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. you, you the children are all bitches. It wasn't surprising. I if, hate your fat ass, ugly mother. Mm-hmm. And if this is an abusive relationship, and, and I'm and I'm ass. gay. I'm gay. I've been mm-hmm. sucking your brother's dick for years. We're both gay. We are gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna tell you in this mode, and I'm gonna marry him. Now I'm gonna go use this motherfucking bathroom. Yes. And now you know about yourself. And she said, "Listen, I got a gun. I'm gonna give you ten seconds. You know start. I, I bet you he knew she had a gun. Cause I guarantee mm-hmm. you that's why he left. She probably was reaching then for the gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like at the dinner table, she She's, probably was reaching. Yeah, said, but I, he, that's I why could he kill ran. you right here, right now. But that wouldn't be fair to these people in here. So I'm gonna give. And you 10 I don't se- want no blood on my mold. I'm gonna give you ten seconds. Go, go. Uh, it's just mind blowing. <laughs> One person told the no. station, "You come to Kroger to get some groceries and find out that there is somebody with some kind of issue in their life." Well, isn't that every time you go to Kroger, there's somebody with some kind of issue? That's every restaurant. I mean, you know, she just got to open up her, expand her mind a little bit. Yeah. They just snapped, and it's just unfortunate the shock witness continued. There's families on both sides that are going to be involved, and there's going to be a lot of hurt from his and hers, and I'm at a loss for words, said a person that had a lot of words for about people they had never met. (laughs) (laughs) Right? A lot of words. A person who answered the phone at West Dallas Highway Supermarket declined to comment would not say if any report employees witnessed the horrified shooting. Police told WSB the shooting occurred at 5.37 p.m. and that an unidentified woman shot her husband dead on the sidewalk in front of the busy store. Shit. But she then used the same firearm to shoot herself dead. It's not clear what kind of gun was used in the slaying. Uh, local authorities did not immediately respond. So guess the race, Justin. Oh, I, I guessed a long time ago. Once you said they do hop defense, mm-hmm. only black people hop fences. Mm, okay all right um the chat room let's see what they believe snapped all-stars white dark darker than terrio's future oh he ran like hell have no fury from an egret scorn snapped woman snapped white descendant of egret the scorn wildling you know nothing john snow white ah. open carry white lady white i just think they should have never left that cave <laughs> cheese man says b sherrod the correct answer is white justin missed it oh. a rare double miss day for justin wow everybody guess white congrats chat room and of course sword ratching this time a woman has been threatened with a sword during a robbery at a convenience store in Wollongong is in nsw's Illawarra region Police say a man entered the store on Burke Street at 5.45 p.m. on Saturday and threatened a female attendant with the sword before fleeing with cash. 
the offender is described as being a of caucasian appearance uh he was last seen wearing black tracksuit pants and navy blue hooded jumper uh anyone with information is urged to call crime stoppers uh sore willing a shower man in motocross gear got tasered this nigga thought he was bruce lee or something <laughs> <laughs> in a shower a man was spotted waving a long sword and wearing motocross protective gear in the middle of the night which brought durham regional police into the picture it was at 3 15 a.m that police saw say that they was first received reports about the man in the huron street uh eulalie avenue area Officers arrived, the man who then when approached, and then the man raised his sword. Police say the man dropped the sword when ordered to do so, but then appeared to reach for something through his protective clothing. At that point, the officer deployed his taser. The taser didn't immobilize the man, but police say it provided another distraction oh, shit. for other officers to take physical control of the suspect. The 22-year-old man faces charges of assault uh to resist arrest protect possession of weapons dangerous and carrying a concealed weapon was he on drugs too because normally you know you get hit by that shit and you on <laughs> drugs the drugs do something spectacular to you because another person stops moving well if you own a sword you're probably on drugs that's what i say <laughs> thanks guys another episode in the books of dim thrones thanks to randolph terrence our guest from three guys on podcast and blue magic is his album and stand-up comedy album online get it everywhere the music is sold justin thank you so much for hanging in there and uh, yes, doing the you, show justin. with us i appreciate y'all having me hey man we had a great time uh go heat and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow at seven until then i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.